Hey, what's up, podcast? Welcome to the show. My name is Danny Cola. I am extremely excited to bring you this next episode as it was extremely epic for me sitting down in person with professional MMA fighter John the Manimal Beneducci and Steel Mace coach at Onnit and creator of Steel Mace Flow, Leo Savage. It was an amazing time taking in these two driven, enthusiastic, loving guys, uh, taking in their energy right and sitting down with them and just talking about mentorship and coaching and uh, movement with the mace and depression and different mindsets we talk about psychedelics and astral projecting and going to the other side it was an amazing time with two amazing individuals just like i said taking in their energy the entire weekend uh i feel like i raised my levels of awareness for sure make sure to check them out on instagram john the manimal beneducci and uh, Leo Savage is at leo.savage.smf. Make sure to check out Steel Mace Flow and the Manimal Training Camp if you're interested in learning more about these two individuals. Enjoy the show, everybody. This one was epic. You're I'm built for performance. You're a professional fucking fighter. I'm built for performance. Show your goddamn muscles. I'm built for performance. Hey, you don't like shaving. No, I'm just kidding. You don't like shaving your whole head? Bro, I gotta tell you, man. Yeah, I'm not trying to. Dude, I'll fight a pretty boy all day. But my man, it's a different story. Yo, what? <laughs> like when I was fighting, uh-huh. I would fight the pretty guy all day. But somebody who was a man, uh-huh. like yourself, uh-huh. he's half man, half animal. I know. I mean, you can uh, see it. You can see it. Tell me, you can't see it. I, well, I, I'm pretty sure I've seen you scrap a few times. I, tore, I just fought June yeah. at Bellator. Okay, you fought in June. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's start with that right. and, and talk about how uh, first of all Leo Savage and John the Manuel Beneducci. Yeah, just yeah, th- just like, push yeah. push play. Let's do this yeah. in it's real time. Gone. It's already it's gone. gone. Oh, it's on. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> what's up? I knew I knew Jake. Listen, Jake right. is before his time. Yeah. Okay, he's doing a lot of good things, keeping the right people around him so he can learn and grow and mm-hmm. develop himself at such a young age, and it's great. So. He's got the thing recorded. I got Leo right. Savage. I got John Manimal uh, in real time. Okay, a lot of a lot of times my podcasts are over a computer, which is great, but you don't get this. This is right? different. Yeah. You know, I, I'll tell you, man. When I walked in today to the Honor Academy and you walked down there, I got like really good vibes, like good vibration just entered the room. I honestly feel that, and I'm sensitive to vibration and all that shit. So when you walked out of there, this guy is doing this. Yeah, fucking vibration in his dick. I'm just right saying. He was honestly, like, "Yo, Leo's here, rock hard." He's like, "I'm rock hard." I was like, "Oh, that's exciting, man." Leo Sam just said, "Follow him on the gram." I like his Instagram. I was like, "Oh, that's good." Uh, dude, I honestly, I was but like, I was like, "I hope this mother, this guy doesn't try to sue me for because uh, the certified savage thing." I, I uh, <laughs> that's I, actually what my uh, cert says. It's just that's what my cert is. Yeah, yeah. I, no correlation. Just yeah. yeah. Your your name's not actually Savage, is it? This is interesting. Um, why is it not? That's what you know me as. Did you change your I'm name? always going to call I was going to change my middle name oh, to Oh, but, but what you're asking me is if that's my government-given name. Right. No. Why, your mother worked for the government? No, but the government, you know, they're the people who put it on the paper, and that's your government name. No, fuck that. All Unless right. your mom was Condoleezza Rice or Hillary Clinton. How do you, how do you pronounce that's it? The, that's my okay, mother's so name. I'll just, real quick, I'll just go over that real quick. It's the name my mother gave and this, me. And this is a neat thing. Um, I didn't name myself Leo Savage. A group of guys I was training, they, yeah. like one day they were doing a workout, and like, one of them went, hey, Savage, am I doing this right? And I was like running my class. I was like, do push-ups, motherfuckers. <laughs> and then this guy's all, Savage, like this? And I look at him and I was like, 
yeah, that's really good. I was kind of blown away by this this dude's performance. Mm-hmm. And then I went, did you just call me Savage? And then, like, everybody kind of broke character from this intense class. They're like, we all call you Savage. And I was like, why? And they're like, you run around in your underwear screaming, swinging a mace all day. Yeah, it is pretty savage. And I was all... Cool. And that was actually the first cool nickname I've ever had that was given to me. Yeah. I was always like Tiny or Whitey or Whitey. That's that always is the, best. the worst name ever. Oh I was like God. Fatty Chubrock. Chubrock yeah. was okay though. Dude, I was Jake. That's actually not pretty fine. G. Chubrock was okay G for name. a kid. Chubrock? Because I was like a fat kid. But, but it's, just... it's rock. For Chubrock. Yeah, because yeah, I was I'm like rock, fat. Motherfucker. Yeah, but how, uh, how, how, did, how did getting made fun of and having this like negative downplay on you, these micro traumas growing up, affect the way you think now, Leo Savage? And then John will get to you. Um, Yeah, that shit sticks with you, man. <laughs> like any of the. Any of the little abuses that go on, whether they're from like parents or friends or like anybody you're trying to find acceptance from, um, they stick with you. And what happens is you build up um, character flaws so you're seeking approval because you want them to call you something cool. Uh, but most often when I was given names, I, I fucking hated them. I hate to be compared to people, or at the time I hated to could be compared to people because I was truly me, I was truly unique. So I was just like, man, I'm fucking Leo. I'm awesome. Like, you that's ballsy to have, though. It's ballsy to have that that confidence right away. I, when I was in high school, I used to love being compared to like older varsity players that were in the system, mm. or even like I love when my soccer because I used to play high school soccer, college soccer. When my game got compared to like a professional's game, where someone would be like, oh, that's a good defender. He plays like this professional, obviously lower level, obviously not a professional athlete, but like I liked it. It made me feel worthy. So for you to say, oh, so, so but this, I had these were confidence. Those were two different things. Um, you were getting compared to like cool people, whereas <laughs> most of my nicknames were like tiny. Yeah, they're right. Cool. And, yeah, and, and like so, um, but yeah, had they been like encouraging names to like, anytime anybody calls you a name, especially somebody you respect, they're giving you, they're assigning you an identity. Yeah, that's and right. what you'll notice is like, if I called you like. Denny Diet Cola, okay. right? <laughs> then it's just kind of like I just gave you an identity, and now your friends maybe to razz you a little bit. They're like, "Quit acting like a fucking Diet Cola." Diet bro. Cola. I thought you were bringing the zero today. <laughs> oh, fucking Diet like, Pepsi. You know, like you're like Steel Mace Light. You're like, uh, Steel you know, Mace. so so that's you're like zero calories. No, but yeah, that's so you're saying like for you, then people were your nicknames weren't. I didn't have the cool nickname to Savage. Savage. Right. Yeah. And then he Savage was like, comes up. But you were saying how you, you, own it. Hold on, you were good. saying how like you felt comfortable being Leo. Well, yeah, I'm, oh, that's I, great. I, yeah, I wanted to be. Uh, yeah, thank you, thank you, and thanks for bringing uh, recognizing that because um, you know trying to find your identity as a young man who doesn't fit in. Uh, you know, I just I remember listening to my parents when they told me to be myself, and I never let go of that thing. Right? Yeah, that's great. Like I went to school and. You know, I didn't fit in, and you know, it, it was what it was. But um, That's, I think a lot of us go yeah. through that, man. You know? I, I think, fit in. Yeah, I think it's the best not to fit so, in. So, John, you were not uh, a fighter up until I, I never trained. I didn't work out until I was in college. Yeah, right. so, I was so just before, like a fat kid. before college, you were fat, and people Smoked made fun of you. Smoked a lot of weed. You know, <laughs> did a well, lot of drugs, but. Uh, I was kind of nerdy, actually. Were you? I was like a fat nerd. I love playing Dungeons and Dragons. Bro. I still do. My man. Do you? 
That's got, how I look at all the life. I got dice in the room, bro. Dude, I look at all the life like the dice. I was trying to tell these kids that all I'm trying to do is get a plus one everywhere I can. Dude. I'm oh, like, yeah, if someone could give me a plus one on this, and I could get a plus one on that. Man. And if my coach hypes me up and gives me another plus one, I'm going to take all those plus ones. And when I get there, I'm going to roll a 20, and I'm going to just destroy it. Dude, this is beautiful this, how this came up, right? Because Dungeons & Dragons is creating a fantasy identity for you. you I have my character sheet. You get to name them, you get to pick their class, and you get oh. to create a, your own identity. I have yeah. my character so, sheet. Yeah. You know, I make my character. So okay. I make myself and I make my opponent <clears throat> and I fight us off. And I see how it's going to go. Didn't you tell hopefully me? Hopefully it goes the right way. Didn't you tell me when you said, <laughs> when you came out for the Seal Maester and you texted me and I said, fuck it, I'm going to make the move. You're I'm a player character. And you said, you're a player character. It's like, that was a PC move. And That's I'm like, a PC what, move. I'm like, what the fuck's a PC move? So. You know how it works. They play a character. Yes. They make the moves. And NPCs. Right? Yeah. And the NPCs is like the shopkeeper. Yeah. He might even be high level, the NPC. He might be the mayor of the town. But he's running... He doesn't really adventure. Yeah. Right? He has a set role yeah. that he doesn't deviate from. Yeah. If you adventure, you're a player character. You're in control of the right. dice. You right. get to roll the dice. Play the on, MP player. Play on, player. So when he was... So I was like, oh, I'm going to go to on and I want to do the Steel Mace, sir. I've been doing that shit. I, I should get the cert. You know, I should have the, the honest and, uh, way assert for sure. And it just worked out great. Uh, I had never met you before. I never met Danny before either. He flew down, and I was like, "That's a PC move." He just came to fly down, Jake too. Dude, it was a quick decision. Yeah, yeah quick right? decision. Oh yeah, yeah. for me too. He told me a week. Yeah, he told me. He told me on Saturday. I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna go. And I was thinking about it Sunday, and I was t I was talking about it with my wife, and I was like, "Fuck!" I was talking about it with her girlfriend. They're like, "You know, it's gonna be a lot of money. You shouldn't go." And I'm like. Fuck that money. So I, I did that podcast with, uh, what's his name? With Ben. Ben Walker. Yeah, He's a yeah. Did he tell you about fuck that money? Dude, if you listen to the if podcast I, I just listened to, the, the, I just put out, the opening line is that. Fuck yeah. that money. And, and oh, it, I just was listening to it. It was like dude. perfect. It was perfect at the time because I was just like, fuck that money. I'm going to book a ticket to the Onnit thing. I'm going to get my ticket to the fucking, uh, on, you know, the, the plane ride. And then I'm going to tell Jake, like, Jake. Fucking get your plane ticket. I'll make sure everything else is taken care of. The second let's get I some think... footage. Let's do oh, this yeah. Dude, so Ben actually was... Um, butter, please don't eat the couch. <laughs> Dude, don't do that. You can do any... <laughs> Sorry, guys, just so you know what's happening. My dog Butters. is eating... No, but you can... He, butter, right when you said that, he made... He, he looked he guilty. Thank you, son. Yeah, he knows. So, um, <laughs> are so smart. Uh, I had taken this program called Strong Coach, and it was like a, strong a huge... That's my blood sorry. Yeah, it was this huge self-development program, and... I don't necessarily know how it works for everybody, but what I've always said is if you're a trainer and you've got an amazing talent, but you're just in limbo, it's a great program. Um, but Ben had called me and he was like, dude, should I do the Strong Coach program? And I know Ben. Uh, I've been coaching Ben for uh, quite a while. And I knew that if he had that those same skills, I'm like, you're going to change the world. That yeah. was what I thought. And yeah. I said, Ben, fuck that money. And yeah. then... I paid his rent for him. This is expensive, right? Hmm. The strong coach I didn't need to, and he was doing well, but I wanted to make sure that he wasn't mm -hmm. like... Step back or anything. Yeah, and yeah. Um, so... Maybe he could focus on it. Not yeah. have to worry. He's like... Oh. Yeah, and He's so, a hell of a guy. I like him a lot. Dude, he's amazing. And the yeah. things he's doing right now are, um, are fucking crazy for him. But yeah, I do like a monthly charity thing. Like, I just always make sure, hey, I need to, I need to give. And um, I, buy, I usually buy guitars for vets. 
Like I was trying to find a cool charity, and this lady was like, "Hey, you can buy guitars for vets." And hey, so you did a boss move today. You bought drinks for the people behind us. That's at the, right. Uh, at the barbecue uh, yeah. place. Yeah, yeah. The you know? barbecue. Can I he didn't fucking say... buy buy us a drink, but whatever. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. How was that weed though? It <laughs> <laughs> was good though. Let me tell you, you're very hospitable. Yeah, I'm just thanks, kidding. Man. Yeah, so but, uh, no, that, that was a that, that was a pretty boss move. I like that. No, I just like I realized like I kind of dipped for a second there. I was like. I don't think so. I was so. like, no, uh, I was just uh, like, I was like, hey, I'm taking cuts. And then I kind of walked in front we of them. And then I was like, man, this is awesome. I don't know. We were kind of holding the spot. I mean, we I was were, like, yeah, we yeah, were there of, as a course. And they were but waiting no, for some a, people. Yeah. But, you know, I it just was, like, I like to show appreciation, man. It was, it was a good still a bold And, um, you know, that dude, I actually, you know, found out he was that group of guys. One of them was a fan of On It. And the, actually, the guy that everybody was there for was getting married. And that's why they were in Austin. And they recognize your shirt, and they're like, "On it!" Oh, actually, the guy who's with us really likes "On it," and he came out and he was like, "Oh yeah, you're Leo Savage." That's so funny. Yeah. 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 I just happened to be buying all four of those dudes' yeah. beers. Of That's course. Cool. Of course. Of course. Right. Yeah. Please show me a sign. Yes. Here they are. Please show me a different one. That one's not. One. You yeah, fucking. Right you gotta down. identify the coincidence as a sign. You Please. come up to teach the class today. Right. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't. I don't know. Were you planning on doing that? So, um, how long were you planning to do that? Because so, I feel like that was. Yeah, I actually. Um, my relationship with teaching classes for Onnit are um, education. Um, if there's a steel mace education anywhere near me, I fucking go. Mm-hmm. Whether I'm a teacher or a student. Right? Uh, gotcha. You just get to meet amazing people. Just go. And it's like, it's how I have fun, dude. I don't go out to the bar and spend hundreds of dollars. Hey, a cert? Spend hundreds of dollars? I'm fucking in. Let's do it. Um, and so... I'm in, I'm in with that. I was, I was actually... I was yeah. supposed yeah. to come to a... Um, I was supposed to go to the Onnit certification. And this is a while ago. And I wasn't feeling it. And I didn't have to go. I was just kind of going through some shit. And I was like, man, I don't even know if I'm going to go. And then Saturday morning, I get a call, and it's um, 7 a.m., like on the dot. And it's Shane Hines. And Shane's never called me before. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I pick up the phone, and he's like, Leo, I have been... Uh, or he's like, hey, how are you? How are things? Are you doing good? I'm like, yeah, what's going on? And he's like, well, I've been up all night in agony. I hurt my back. I had some work done, and I have some type of nerve thing going on in my spine. I can't stand up. Um, hey, are you going to the steel mace certification today? Yeah, why? Hmm. Can you help teach? Sure. And um, it was a lifelong goal for me to teach the education. Like this has been okay. It's, it's big to me. Like I get to help people, and not only do I get to help them, I get to sure on it is going to show them the strength and conditioning. But I get to bring spirit to the journey. That's huge, right? So I've always appreciated being part of. Mace education because I talk about the other side of fitness and people tend tend to listen and, and talk about it with me. So um, I went in and you know I taught. There were two other coaches there, but I taught the education with them. Dude, this is a huge goal for me. I do the whole thing. I get through it. It turns out two of my favorite students and favorite friends, uh, Ben, who we just talked about, and uh, Jeff Oaks, um, they had both came to take the education, and they're fucking standing there. And I walk in, and they're like, hey, what's up, Leo? And then I like kind of stand by the teachers, and they're like, yeah. like, like, what's going on? And then John Wolf came in to make the announcement. Hey, Shane's not here, but look, Leo's here. They're going to knock this out. And John was like, I should probably stay. 
I don't need to. And that, and that was the first one. You're in good hands. And he belled. And so ever since then... Um, so you did it with who? So was you So I taught with Nikki Fear and Chris Marinon. And um, we did it. I think, you know, we did a great job. Um, but, like, I was substitute teacher. Mm-hmm. I didn't get the gig. Yeah. In a very real way, I got to um, say, hey, I did it. This is so funny. Two days later, after this whole thing happens... Um, I get a call from Jeff. He's like, fuck, bro. Who's Jeff? Jeff Oaks. Jeff Oaks. He's a still mace guy. Yeah, He's right, like, right. I fucked up, man. I was like, what's up? He's like, I should have got you to sign my audit certification. And I was like, why? He's like, well, you fucking certified me, bro. And I was like, oh. Yeah, you told the cert. I did. You told the cert. Yeah. I didn't realize it. As big as the goal as it was for me, I didn't realize it until two days later and my friend had to bring it up for me that I did it. That's so funny. It uh, happens sometimes. Story yeah. is so funny. Yeah, that makes sense though. You were like, oh wait, I did do the thing. Yeah. Because it wasn't to the magnitude you wanted, you almost glossed over it. Well, no, the, the thing, thing was, is at a certain time, I needed on it to validate me. Uh. Right? I felt like I needed on it to be the mace whoever the mace like flow dude or I just needed them to tell people I was okay and and I and I only I'm just going to use words to say this but hopefully the audience knows me and you guys know me that I'm not saying this with any ego I believed wholeheartedly that I needed on it to fulfill my destiny but it turns out because of chance on it needed me that day Mm. they would have been okay without me they would have figured it out without me John Wolf would have taught with the people, but it was just a really neat thing that they leaned on me because I've mm-hmm. been I've been leaning on them, and of course we have a great relationship, and I'm indoctrinated into the mace culture, um, and so the next education came up, and they asked me to actually be part of, and I said okay, yeah, sure, I'd be a part of, and it was a small part, but I got to be part of, and then um, this one was actually a shock for me. This is my tenth certification with on it in still mace, just still mace, ten times. You guys sign up. 10 times and you can teach mace too (laughs) that's 10 grand just so you know um yeah and then just um recently um on it uh hired me for a couple different positions and one of them was um the educator position so it was super neat on it called me into the office to do some work for them there's two different on it's there's on it labs and they're the big thing and then there's the Onnit Academy, which is the smallest thing. Right. Um, and so, the big gym, or the, the Onnit company, called me in to do some work with them. And then I, I literally signed with them as a professional, an Onnit pro. And then, unconsequently, because even though they are attached, they're two different organisms in, in like the same body, mm. right? Um, literally, the next day. Um, Shane's like, hey, Leo, you're on. So, like, I fulfilled. Not only did I get my cake, but I got cherries on top. Yeah. And then seconds. So are you going to be signing all certs? That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah I would I would, I'd definitely sign your certs, but they do, like, have a copy that they give, and it's got Aubrey's um, signature on it, which yeah. is super important. But yeah, um, I have the kettlebell one. This one is really, really weird. Are you the kettlebells? I, and um, you mentioned this today. You were like, hey, um. Shane, the way he was looking at you, like doing your thing, like that was a moment. Um, I was geeking out last night, like 
Shane's my... Paul, let me be clear. I was talking about Shane watching you as a teacher. Correct. Right? So, <laughs> yes, he, so was, he was looking over you as a mentor teacher, mm-hmm. making sure that you're fulfilling this role of mm-hmm. a leader, cueing properly, and giving people quality information because Shane made it very clear that we do this so that we can teach people to empower, right? Yes. So if we're going to do this, we're going to do this with quality. We're going to mm. do this with the best intention possible. Totally. So he's watching you and I'm paying attention to this mm-hmm. and it's, it's beautiful to see. And he was looking so, at you. He's like yeah, looking at you teach yeah. and he was so proud. Yeah. Remember that is what I told you. The reason I told you that is because when you come to watch me and my coach, you're going to get to see the opposite. Uh. Me get my balls busted. <laughs> fucking guys well, telling me, I, you know, well, telling me I'm not doing... Oh, you're, come on, animal. That looks like shit. <laughs> Are you sure you, you, you're able to do this? Oh, shut the fuck up, guys. I'm what? at the... Hold on, I got a funny one for you. This is why I say right. this. I, this has this backstory. Okay. I'm always getting my balls busted. I'm like the Rodney Dangerfield of MMA. No respect. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm killing it. Even though I'm killing it. So I'm at the garden, and, and when you check into Madison Square Garden, you're in a line to get checked in through the, the back entrance, right? The fighters go, the, all the workers go into a I'm certain I'm just going to interrupt you to tell me, you're talking about going to the back entrance to the garden. To Madison right. Square Garden. This yeah, is I'm not putting you down at all. <laughs> no, so listen, get I'm going to tell you putting what, you down part. Wait, so they're checking <laughs> us in. So kid walks up in front of me, Aaron Pico's young fighter, and they're like, oh, oh. Aaron Pico, they're like, oh, you're fighting. Like, who's your corner? Boom. Next guy walks up. They're like, another kid. They're like, what fighter are you? Boom. They check him off. I woke up. They're like, who's your fighter? I was like, what do you mean, who's my fighter? I'm the fucking fighter. <laughs> and the guy's like, yo, pops, who's your fighter? Who? Oh. He, and this is, the, this is at, this, at the thing. So I'm like, yeah. now, and my coach is in back of me. Cracking up now. He's dying laughing. You know Ray Longo? Yeah. Yeah, so Ray Longo's dying laughing now. And in back of Ray is my opponent. So he goes to my opponent and he's like, oh, fucking, if this doesn't give you encouragement that you're going to oh fucking win, nothing will to my opponent. <laughs> now, my opponent doesn't know what he's looking. He thinks we're joking with him that they're fucking. I'm like, you're fucking with me. I was like, no, I'm John Benaducci. Fucking look at the paper. So he looks. He's like, oh. He's like, oh, who's your corner? I was like, oh, you take Ray Longo, and I had Steamroller with me, Matt Favola. Boom, he checks me in, and I'm like getting my balls busted every second. I'm backstage warming up, guys busting my balls. One of my teammates is like, that move's never going to fucking work. I was like, will you shut the fuck up, you fat fuck? You're getting, <laughs> you're getting ready to In the warm-up. I mean, I'm backstage at Madison Square Garden. He's busting your balls. And That's a- the ultimate build confidence moment. Everyone gets it differently. Every yeah. coach is different. Yeah. Every <laughs> every person is differently coachable. And, and I drew... And yeah. I... Okay, it listen. It sounds like the coach knows what's going on. No, no, no. Right? So, He's right. like, listen, if we start... Things. If we tell him how good he is... He's going to suck. It's not going to work. Right. What's he do? Huh? The iron broom. Oh, no. I threw the, the, the iron broom. I didn't land it the way I want to. I will the next fight. Because I haven't done a thousand reps of the move yet. I was only like 980. Mm-hmm. So I, I did it, but I used it as a distraction, is what they said, but whatever. It was a distraction. Fuck it, I messed it up, but it was a distraction, but, but yeah, did, but I won the fight. Yeah, 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 yeah so I dominated. That's what I, I, the move. I anyway. killed it. I did every fucking thing I trained to do for 20 years. Let me just steer this back to that moment. that So we're, to, we're talking about coaching, oh, yeah, and coaches yeah, yeah. watching over their, their athletes or their students. So now Shane is yeah. looking over you at the cert today, and you're teaching. So go back to that thought. Yeah, so um, a little... It was. Uh, I'm going through a tough time right now, and I've talked to you guys, and I have no problem um, 
I'm a vulnerable dude. I put yeah. it all out there. Well, it's authenticity. And I think is very relatable. So I'm, you know, I'm going through a breakup, and it's tough. And um, butter, stop eating the fucking couch, dude. And then you get your dogs eating the couch on top of it. Butter. Butter is now the time to be yeah. supportive. Okay? So, um, <laughs> even though I'm going through this shitty thing, like it's just a, it's just so beautiful how the mace has been there for me. Whether it's like personal practice or in this case, I can't sit in my bedroom and be sad for two days. I have to go teach mace, which I happen to really fucking love. Um, so I was like, man, the mace is there for me, like in this new way, like as a teacher, it's gonna distract me for two days. And then I was like, I'm teaching with Shane Hines. Wow. I literally, if the guy is teaching a certification at Onnit, I fucking sign up for it he's every really time. Good, Shane, yeah. Just so I can, he's a, an excellent communicator on all levels without making you feel stupid. Like the 100%. guy, hundred percent. The guy can. Way to put the it. guy breaks down how he sees his skeleton, and it's like this, like hyper intelligent way of talking about it, and you're kind of losing what he's talking about. And then he says, "So basically, I'm a skeleton floating in a sack of stuff." That's the, that's anatomy training. And stuff I was right like, there. "Oh, it all totally makes sense to well, me like because you brought it down to like a level we could all comprehend." Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just, I literally, last night, I was smiling so hard, my cheeks got, like, I couldn't smile anymore, because I was like, I'm teaching with Shane Hines, like. Is this the first time you taught with Shane? So I've taught with him with other people, but, but like, the two of Shane just the two of you. something. Because it just, this cert was just both, it was only you and yeah, Shane just, teaching. Yeah, it. Just, yeah, just us. Um, so that's 50-50, right? It I mean, was, you, that's. It was a, I mean, it was a beautiful thing. And then I'm just going to spread some other news out there. Um, I probably shouldn't talk about this stuff, but I do because I'm a pirate and I play by my own rules. Yes. Um, give it, give it to me. So I get paid a salary from the Honored Academy, which I had agreed, agreed upon. Um, like if I teach in education, they pay me X amount. Uh, so cool. My life is so cool. Um, I got an email a few days, like after I agreed and they offered me a cut. Not offered me a cut. They told me I'm going to get a cut of the um, the Still Mace education, uh, which is awesome for me. I mean, like, That's great. not only like in my part of, but they're they're paying me what I bring to the table, which is just a beautiful thing, right? Because that, that's how trainers work, yeah, right? Right. If you show up and you get paid twenty dollars an hour, no matter who you're coaching, could be the professional athlete, could be the mom. It's like it's a weird service, but if you offer somebody based. You're gonna make as much as you're worth. Um, that puts you in a place of like growth. Like mm -hmm. I want to grow, versus listen. I don't want to coach thirty fucking people. Are you kidding me? How about two? I'll coach two people. I'll get paid the same no matter what. So it's just a beautiful thing. Um, and I and I know some of the reason I bring that up is name a company that offers a man a salary, and then three days later says we're gonna pay you more. Mm. It's nuts. They just Felt a certain value and then offered it to me. So um, that's huge. Yeah, man. I just, I, 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 yeah, I, I feel, feel like they're doing the tenth degree of what I was saying. Like, however you think something should be done, just fucking do it. So when you run a company, they're like, "How would I want someone to treat me as an employee?" Yeah, like that. Yeah. Do, yeah. Give you a salary and they'd be like, "You know, what? we were thinking about it. I think you need a little more." Dude, that's they, how I would. They want didn't to be. even ask me. They didn't negotiate with me. They just sent me an email and said, "Here's the here's what you're getting paid now." And I was like, "Well, I thought we 
So they're running a company <clears throat> just as if, like, do the thing that yeah. you would do if you could do anything you wanted. So Anna is doing that. Yeah. They're like, how would I, if I was the coach, what would I want a guy to do? Well, I'd want him to give me a salary and then give me more. Well, and then they do it. So yeah, I like so that. But I, I, I feel like that's like leading with positivity instead of like yeah. frugality and abundance. You're never yeah, like you're gonna be that much more attached to on it as a brand and the, and the leadership of on it. Yeah, like, yeah. And the hustle, hustle gives him the incentive and the confidence yeah. to fucking make like his balls drop yeah. and be like, "Yo, I'm right. like this on it's back at me, right?" Uh, it makes must make you feel good, I imagine. Yeah, fuck yeah. Confidence. I as mean, fuck. Um, the Savage is doing real well. I have this online certification, and um, I want to hear more about that. Actually, I, yeah, I'd love to talk talk to you about it. Yeah, um, you set that up because I'm trying to do an online program now that I'm looking to launch, and you want to do it right. You said it multiple times. I want to do it right. And, yeah. I, and I'm putting everything in place right, to try well, to do it. The do right it way. now. Um, Don't I'm, wait. I mean, I have a launch You can day. always. January 12th is our launch date. Oh, right on. That's the day after my birthday. Oh, Perfect. Happy birthday. January 12th is our launch so. date. Me and my partner have been working on it. We have like the app, the back end software to run it, and yeah, then setting up all the workouts and getting our studio set up to do it. So I want to make sure I do it right. And I'd love to hear that you have a very successful online program. Guess what I didn't do? What? It right. Oh, yeah, do it right. And if I had waited to do it right, I would have never done it. But well, what, what you I learn, understand and what you're saying. And you don't want to, yeah, and you don't want to like go into stuff and just like, hey, I'm going to lose until I win. I'm not looking to half-ass half right. it is what I'm saying. Hey, man, yeah. I'm not looking to half-ass it. And yeah, the, um, the certification really um, came to be um, for a bunch of different reasons. But hey, let me, I mean, I'll just kind of finish up on the, on the point I was making. Um, the Still May certification is doing very well. I wear the same five pairs of shorts that I have. Every t-shirt I own was given to me because I earned it. Um, I don't buy a lot of things. Um, I have paychecks from the job. Like I teach a couple still maze classes a week. I don't fucking, I haven't cashed them. They're just, <laughs> they're just like <laughs> sitting in there in my room. They're just like, and actually the office calls me. They're like, hey, do you need a reprint on this check from five months ago? You haven't cashed uh, them. No, either. but yes. it's got a six month limit on it, right? Like yeah, yeah, cool. And then, you know, I, I'll cash like a couple of them or you know whatever um but the <laughs> money so but it's it's the baller part is i don't give a fuck about that money exactly like i get to the last thing i'm gonna think about in this honest experience is like how much did i get paid yeah, yeah for sure it's the fucking thing that doesn't like, even matter hey dude. the search over where's my money dude what happens at certifications is magical it's why i, I i'm so attracted to this you know like at, at teaching at the high school level, you don't get that type of magic, the camaraderie, the passion, all these people like-minded, interested in development come together. Then all those connections, those networks happen, and then things happen outside of that. So like when you say, oh, where's my money? Fuck that. No, you go over there and th this type of stuff happens. We get the best fucking barbecue. We get to hang out, have meaningful ass conversations that are going to help other people down the road for a long time to come. Yeah. I wouldn't That's, have met Leo Savage if I didn't no, know him. No, exactly. Yeah. This is my point. And then to spread this type of message, mm -hmm. it's it's fueling. Dude, that's that's why I work. I Beyond fucking, I probably wouldn't go to Chicago. No, right, right. But we met each other in Austin. Hell yeah, to do the cert. Yeah. Absolutely. And then when I did the Aubrey Marcus one in San Diego, it was off the charts. Especially since San Diego is beautiful. And you want to talk about not spending the money? About spending the money. I stood at the lows and everyone thought I was a bowler. I was like, I don't know, it was the fucking hotel to stay at. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, my, I, don't my, know. My, I was, I was like, am I? They're like, where are you staying? I was like, here. They're like, oh. I was like, what? Is that a bowler move? Weird? Is uh, that a? They're like, that's a bowler move. I was like, 
You're like, this is where the event is. This is where the event is. I'm just yeah. staying here. I just want to walk down. I want to walk to this. Yeah. Of course, where you, you guys the beach. at? Yeah, fucking Super 8. <laughs> Super yeah. 8. I'm like, oh. I was like, you spent the G on the thing. You may as well just go all the way. Even the rent the car. Right, right. I was like, yo, I already spent whatever. I was like, but I think they fucked me with the insurance. You they did. made me pay an extra hundred fifty dollars in insurance for yeah. full coverage. They fucked me. They fucked me, right? Uh, they fucked you. We went over this. Fucked we went over this. I know, already. but I don't know. Sometimes no, no, if no, I get no. fucked, you know, when you no, get fucked. No, you know now. You get you fucked know. really little, and you don't know. I'm like, did right. I get fucked? Okay, this is how you can my tell. My asshole. Did I take a shit or did I get fucked? This is how you can tell you got fucked. Okay, tell me. Is it um, Monday or Saturday? Today. Yeah. No. Today's Saturday. Okay, great. And what time at night is it? Nine ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. You're 10 talking o'clock. about this ten o'clock at Saturday night. They fucked me. That's you how got I fucked. Know. Yes, that's true. <laughs> if you were talking about this Monday morning, probably not. But during that time, because it's bothering me. Hey, yeah. remember we did that podcast? Yeah, and I talked about how I got fucked by that car company. Yeah. Well, you know what sure. pisses me off too? I got a fucking ticket for making that U-turn Ooh. in Great Neck Road. That's a pain in the ass in New York. That's three points on my license. That's gonna make my insurance go up. My insurance oh, is already six hundred a month. A month? What? Yo, I live in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I live in Brooklyn. Put yeah. life in perspective. I said what, life and then as so I was saying what, I was. You don't realize how expensive my life, life is. is. So yeah. I live at my parents' house. My my life this is expensive. I live in the center of the universe. <laughs> in the center of the universe, things are very fast and very expensive. Yeah. Yeah, it's high energy. And money is a form of. The garden was intense. Well, that's the thing. It was so, like fucking Highlander out there. Hold on, this is good. This is interesting because you're we're not we're not talking about what, why we do what we do for money, even though in your minimalist it seems like right. Me too. I don't showers. have a lot. Yeah, me too. I I, I really proud. Just my basic it. expenses are expensive. Exactly. Except yeah. New York. But in being a minimalist, the shit that I have is fucking nice. Yeah, I didn't buy a rinky-dink camera. I bought the fucking camera. You yeah. gotta tell me, after the podcast, you guys a, gotta tell me what I yeah, need to I didn't get. buy a Mac. I bought the best fucking Mac I could. That's what I need? I didn't, like, I just, like, if there was something, um, yeah, sure, I, I, like, try and live by a certain code, but I'm a fucking entrepreneur. I'm a businessman. Yeah, that's right. Like, I'm not, I'm not fucking around anymore. Like, I, I mean, I invest in myself. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, and that's it's the thing. It's, 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 like, it's, your guys' is, your guys' call to um, be a player and come down here. Right. Like, yeah, Investment you're, in you're not... Yeah, hey, I know, yeah, I know it's money, but look, experience. I'm fucking networking. Right? For one, it is part of your job as a coach to meet other coaches, to meet other influencers, to take in knowledge. Yeah. Matter of fact, um, like NASM, like the, you have to continue continuously do education with them yeah. right so, I'm so same that's thing. not always do. this is you doing you this isn't you doing that for them right right, right like right. this is your investment into yourself i love investing into myself i've come yeah. to find i really fucking enjoy it but if i do something just like kind of stupid like damn did you see that gucci watch <laughs> uh, like i don't do that yeah but um if you want to buy a new car you buy a new car you're like if there's something you want yeah, like, it's yeah, like when, when, it, it, when it does happen, like, I've been thinking about buying a new car, and I know exactly what I want. Ooh, what, what do you want? want? Volkswagen GTI. <laughs> like, what do you want? A Volkswagen GTI? That's all I want. That's all you want? You don't want a Tesla? You seem like a Tesla Ooh, driving guy. seems like a Tesla guy. I know, that's what I thought. Car, no, you know what? I, I had, thought you were going to want a I've Tesla, had, too. That's, I don't know. That's what I thought. You know what? You're right. I do. I actually do. I just haven't crossed over into that, but everybody I've talked to about a Tesla... I'm like I'm just, I just see him in a Tesla. I'm just but no why. no but when they can drive themselves. 
Yes. I can hotbox while it's driving. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> Woo! That's what I'm getting at Tesla. I can't wait. In New York, it could take me an hour and a half to drive a block. I want to, I want the car to drive itself that block. Yeah, yeah chill. Shit. <laughs> Let me get my dick sucked or something. Ah, <laughs> uh, hell yeah. While the car's driving. But no, like it, it has a system apparently where you it, like you, you can't, can't get your dick sucked. You can't like fuck off. You have to be like I don't give them like, like, I, them You have cares. to be like answering a text and like get right back they to it. Who cares? Then I'll drive myself. You know, I gotta pay attention. Nah, nah, it's a robot. You can tell robots what to do. But also, true. dude, there's this whole fucking. I get into the weirdest shit. You're do, you're right. I do want a Tesla. I have really, <laughs> I've been watching like nonstop YouTube videos on Tesla hacks and like Tesla hacks, like, like Tesla, Tesla mechanics and go. like you're waiting uh, for the next iteration of the Tesla to buy it. Yeah, I'm just like these motherfuckers are so smart. They're like, um, like doing weird shit to their Teslas. Like this guy put a fart machine in his. Tesla. That's not that's, that. that's in Tesla. Oh, that's in the Tesla. That's in the Tesla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like Bro, Elon, I blew some Elon fart today. That in that's hilarious. Yeah. That was a good one. I was foam rolling on the mace. The mace is good, also. Totally. To just lay on. Yeah. Because my that's, I that's was so sore today. Never done that before. No. I was no. so sore today from training, Ballsy. and I was like, "Oh man!" I just laid on it, and I just laid one. And all the guys around me were just like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "Bro, decompression." That was compression. <laughs> whoa, decompression. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The guys gave you the eyebrow look. Yeah, I was like, "What the Not fuck?" Me, I would have been like, "Champ, dude." Nice work. Better out than in. And that's just decompression. Rip, just rip one. That's yeah. what we, we were talking about. Bro. Yeah, make it your best rep. Yeah. Well, you're you're I was doing that the whole flight here. Oh, well, you're, oh you're, you're disgusting. Uh, bro. Hey, That's rough because the airplane's I, I had Chipotle twice yesterday. Oh, Jake. Come like, on. so many black beans. Oh, no. Uh, I didn't even eat breakfast today. I fly. You know, you know that beef? Have you guys seen the Dunkin' Donuts Beyond Sausage Sandwich? It's no, because like it's fake. beyond Dude, it's impossible that I would eat that. Dunkin' Donuts. But, like, okay. Sandwiches? Voodoo Donuts. Bro. We had voodoo donuts. We had voodoo donuts last night. Anyway, I want to take this conversation to somewhere where I know it's going to get interesting. DMT. Go. Boom. I never done DMT. Leo, uh, today at the workshop, uh, yeah, I got a little cold. At the workshop, I definitely felt like uh, a major connection of. Where you at? What happened? Keep going, man. I'm just going to turn the air off. Oh, no, that's cool. That's cool. Keep going. No, I'm just saying at the at the workshop, I felt this uh, overwhelming connection. I don't know if it's the edibles that popped in at and <laughs> and got in at that time, but like going through the spine decompression after talking, after connecting with the five pillars and all this stuff about making music and aligning the spine and all this shit that I've been thinking about for a long time, fucking all came together. I had this moment, and then boom! Next thing I know, I'm fucking blacked out. I felt like it was another. I got. I went to the other side for a hot second, and then I came back because I remember having like this idea. I'm like, oh my god, is this reality? Is this reality? Mm-hmm. And like in that that real quick dimension, and then I, boom, I'm back and oh, it's reality. It's reality. I just recollect what the fuck just happened, and then you get it together. You realize what happened, but like, what's your experience with going over to the other side? I know John's got experience with that. Even though it's not DMT, there's a lot of ways to induce uh, dimethyltryptamine. With astral projection, where I'm sober, so I'll go to the other. Do you do side. breathing or just astral projection? I do. Yeah, breathing I do a lot of breath work. Yeah, yeah. Um, but once, but once I actually leave my body, I don't know if I'm breathing anymore because I'm kind of comatose. Gotcha. Like I don't know what's going on in my body at that point. The, my um, wife says that I'm like comatose. That I almost stop breathing. Gotcha. Like almost. You, yeah, you turn it. You turn it, it real down. Yeah, it's real. So, so um, before, what's your overall uh, like 
uh, involvement in that type of stuff? Like, I know DMT is a, a thing for you, but like, what else as far as astral projecting and, and exploring consciousness do you have? Um, yeah, so I do some dark therapy with uh, psychedelics. So I'll I take some LSD or some mushrooms mm -hmm. and put myself in the darkest place I can. So, really? So I'll like my closet's a little decent size, and I'll just like throw all my blankets in there, throw all oh, my pillows the in there, and then I go, I'm not moving. I am not fucking moving. I'm going to lay here forever. I am not going to get up. Hmm. And Like a recapitulation chamber. So like you ever read the works of Carlos Castaneda? No. He puts him in the box on peyote? No. Oh, anyway. Yeah, so this is, a, you know, it's a dark therapy. Like yeah. everything that you see, because you have your eyes open, so that tells you you can't see stuff. Right. Close your eyes. You can't see stuff. You're thinking of the stuff. So it's neat to go into a dark environment and trip balls because the things that you see, because your eyes are opening and you are looking for stuff, um, those are the projections. Yes. Well, actually, well, that, I, think that, I think that's, I think that um, those type of psychedelics, mushrooms, in my experience, I can't say I think, in my experience, mushrooms and uh, LSD are good conduits to have conversation and invite spirit in, but taking DMT is you going into their world. Yeah. I see what you're saying. It is a different... Taking DMT, especially when you really, really blast off into space, as mm -hmm. they say, um, it's a different, different place. Now, the only time I've been... Um, sorry, Frankie, I meant to hit butter. Um, the only time that I've ever felt like that... Butter, cut it out. Get out of there! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Interesting it. dynamic. It's um, is when I do breath work. Mm. Yes. Right? So, your breathing's automatonic. Automatonic? Automatic. It's kind of like automatic. That's what it means. But it's like something you're Autonomic? Autonomic. Autonomic. Yeah, it's your autonomic yeah, nervous yeah. system yeah. controls breathing. So, if I put you in a tub of water and I'm drowning you, and you know if you inhale the water, you die. Even if you know that, the last thing you do is you take a breath in. It's your body's like last reflex, like I'm going to breathe. So when you do breath cycles, right, you take in more air than you're letting out, which lets you hold your breath for a really long time. That's why I think you passed out. I think you did breath work without even realizing you yeah, there was some, there was there was definitely some breath work going yeah. on there. And um, the longer you hold your breath, the deeper off you drift. And so this is kind of, this is deep. I call it my death practice. Mm. Oh, we're talking about Dude, this. Dude, this is, because you like to, you like to let, you like to explore the dark side of psyche. Fuck yeah. Wow. Okay, like, the death practice. I mean, me and my brother were talking about Well, the de death, isn't, death doesn't mean dark, but in the environment to where I can meet neat things, I want to see the scary fucking thing. Mm. I want to It's ballsy, man. I want to see, I, wanna, I travel towards the fear um, especially on DMT. Um, and I've met some crazy things, but it never like really fucked with me. It, well, what type well, of crazy? You, you're having trouble communicating with them, like you said. You can't really. So how do you? Yeah, how he, do you... Was, he was saying. Well, talk about death. So I'm on the other side. So I actually project, and uh, I wasn't trying to go. I was trying to go someplace different, but I wound up in like I don't know what you would call it. I guess you would be like. The death realm, mm -hmm. right? The realm of the shit. dark shit. 
No, I don't no. like that. I don't call it dark. It's an overwhelming sense of anxiousness. I don't call and, it dark, but... Okay, it's not a dark energy, okay. but... Yeah, I'm in the fucking sh- shadow yeah. world, right? All right. But then I wind up almost getting stuck there. Now I'm drowning. So now I'm fucking... I feel like I'm drowning. I stop breathing in the physical. Now I'm like, fuck, I'm in the spirit. I'm on the other side. I'm in the world of shadows. I'm with the... the, the well, when you die, you go all kinds of places. Hmm. So I'm one of those places. Hmm. I'm not sure exactly where, but I'm fucking getting stuck there now. Now I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna this, fucking die in my sleep over so here. So this is so this is what you're going through now. This was no. What are you talking about? This was a, a, a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying this is this but, is recently. But, yeah. but this is fine, right? Like it takes some time. Well, to, I could have died in my sleep, but I wound no, up coming out. No, I don't think so. I've seen people do it. Uh, so much. Uh, so why. so I'm in the other world, and I feel like I'm drowning, uh-huh. and I'm like, man, I just gotta keep. Got to navigate this, I'm like yeah. boom, and uh, I wind up getting back. But that was a sketchy one. I travel a lot in the astral realm, like you were saying, the entities yeah. you see. Yeah. And uh, I have a there's a girl I met that does a lot of work with those entities. She does DMT, but she sees them without it also. Mm. Hold on, I got a good one. So I meet this girl astrally. This girl Alicia. Uh, I, I don't meet her in the flesh. I see her in the spirit world. I interact with her a little bit there astrally. Then I'm coming home from Vegas. And I see her in the physical realm next to me. I was like, I know you. I was like, I've seen you before. It's like, are you a fellow traveler? She was mm. like, I travel all over the world. Mm. I was like, oh shit. I was like, astrally. Astrally. Yeah. Now she's sitting next yeah, to me on yeah, the but, flight. But it's cool that she goes, I'm a traveler. Or you go, you're a traveler. And she goes, yeah, I, I travel, travel everywhere. All the because that's what I tell people. Yeah, like, she's like, I travel yeah, all the world. So I was like, fuck, so now we're on the plane. Yeah. Sitting next to each other, of oh, course. Of course. Of course. Now I'm like, let's astral project. On the plane. Boom. So she takes me to those entities. And, and gravity's she, lighter. Gravity's airplane. lighter in the so air. We easier, out. Way, We're out. Way Five more hours. able to astral project. But my boy Steamroller, we're coming back from a fight. So me and this girl are out on each other. <laughs> like out, right? We're, we're gone. Our bodies are comatose. And he's like, looking over. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, dude, we've been asking for He's like, I don't know what you're doing. He's like, bro, you're weird. He's like, you're so I still weird. am having trouble so, comprehending this. I astral projected oh, with I'm, a human in the flesh dude. on an airplane. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. So all so, that, all that's like new to me. But I've had, <laughs> I've had spirits like give me some real world connection. But yeah. with the entities you're saying, you yeah. see it, those spirits that she interacts with, I wonder if they have a physical form somewhere. Where are they in? Okay, so when you interact with me in the spirit, you interact with me in the spirit, you're interacting with my astral form. My spirit form is right here. Where's their physical form? What do they, they, how do you know they don't have one? Their physical. Where's that alien that you see on DMT? Yeah. Where's his physical form? You're seeing him in the spirit. It's a humanoid. It's a humanoid. He is a humanoid. He's like a purplish silver humanoid, right? All right. Well, another like race form. Of, they do all they do all kinds of so things. she took me to this whole race of purple silver humanoids. Wait, I have and a question. Yeah, how does this make life on Earth better? Okay, hold on. We have to put you on the on the Why back does it have to be I need to hear. Worse. Hold on. I need to hear what Leo says about the entities because. Oh yeah, what do you think? I need right, to hear. So I gotta tell you about your um, the death one. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead and die. Go for it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 I guarantee. Like there, there is no way on Earth. You holding your breath, that you will hold it until you die. 
The no, last thing, the weird, last it thing like you it will do. Like it'll be like, oh, he had a heart attack in his sleep. The, oh, now that's different. You know, um, like, but I, but usually what happens is because the mind's powerful. I'm sure if you're if you go undead and you really and then your brain tells your body, then maybe some weird shit happens. But um, so the longer I've been doing Wim Hof breathing, whatever type of breathing. I've learned that I can hold my breath longer and longer and longer. Mm. And so I get into this thing where I'm like, oh, fuck, you need to breathe. And I'm like, no, motherfucker, die. You say that to yourself? Yeah. Right. I'm like, fucking... Because you'll breathe if you don't I know yeah. that if I pass out, I will go... <gasps> and my body will re-kickstart. So when I take... Um, that preparation has made my DMT experiences longer or deeper because I'm not afraid of it. Like... When you take when you take some DMT, it's like, all right, just keep breathing. And a matter of fact, when I cue people, I'm like, breathe. Yeah. Or we have a word yeah. that, like I say, that's supposed to bring you some happiness. Or um, I'm a little more. But it's literally it's literally it's literally the cue. I'm a little more. Worried. Yeah, and, and I used to be too, and no, then no, I just kept I just I'm, kept trying to. I was like, I'm not on, there's no yeah. drug involvement, and I'm not in my body, so I do sometimes have to find I, my way back. You, you've done Wim Hof breathing. Yeah, it's the same thing. I mean, I yeah. You know, I mean, you it's, it, I know it's shit, I know it's but different. I'm not going anywhere. So like, yeah. if I ask a project, I yeah. I can go someplace, see mm. what's there, yeah. experience other phenomena. Like when you're on DMT, you're yeah. going to the another world. I'm yeah. doing that. Uh, without drugs yeah and I don't know enough about um, right. astro projection so, to um, um, so I'm doing that without, yeah. so yeah so sometimes getting like that's the only time I have a problem getting back to my body okay. usually it's very easy to get back to your body you actually when you usually you need when a C you, drive we just need to charge, need to charge my laptop oh. uh, what is it a C USB-C um, yeah it's the tiny one yeah so Leo usually when you astro project it's very easy it's very easy to find your way back to your it's body it's okay he, it, it, you tell me that it's not easy to find your way back to your body. Only that one time. It's usually very easy. Okay, what that one time. What would happen if you didn't? I think you die. I think you just. That's it. You're Leo was saying how he doesn't. think He doesn't would. think I would die. Yeah. yeah. Which I hope not. Well, well, who the fuck knows? Well, you. Because I've I'm, seen plenty of guys do spiritual work. Yeah. And they don't come back. Dude, Paul Check talks about how he's had to go to the other side to do work on people and bring bring them back. Yes. Yes. Like, that's that, what I'm telling that you. That type of stuff is weird, man. He was just saying, yeah. Paul Check is talking about having to go to the other side, bring guys back. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what Paul I'm telling Paul Check does that kind of work. Because your spirit he's is He's like, there are plenty of times where I went over to the other side, side and had to bring guys back. Bring people yeah. back. After I, the week of my fight. Isn't hold this on. cool? There's like, I'm a fucking space pirate. So there's but a, there's levels to this shit, and Paul Check and you are oh, going into the metaphysical with no world. fucking drugs. So the week of my fight, my 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 training partner who I know for twenty years fucking kills himself. Uh, the week of my fight, after my so the day of my last spar, and you know you spar your last spar in a week out, right? Yeah. Last hard spar, last hard spar. I hear guys in the gym talking. I don't ask them nothing. I do my fucking rounds. Afterwards, I'm like, yo, I hear what happened with with Gabber, my boy. And they're like, you know what happened, man. I'm always like, no, I swear, I fucking don't know. I, I didn't check Instagram. I didn't look. I, I, I have to spot it. I got to be focused. They were like, he killed himself. I was like, oh, fuck. Shot himself in the head in the fucking outside the gym. Uh, Why? The guy yeah. was depressed. He had a lot of issues. And we were talking about it before CTE it happened. Too? Maybe yeah. CT. The Definitely. guy was in a ton of fights. He fought. I mean, Cutting he fought. Cut, and he, and he, uh, he was fighting back in the day. Way, way classes up. He was my size and fought Mike Swick at 85. I mean, he fought... Oh, hey, Rivera at 85. I mean, my boy was fighting everywhere. So, whichever, whatever. 
So the night that he passed, I go to the other side to go find him. Uh. And when I go, he's just looking lost. He's just lost. And he's lost in the dark. And I'm fucking trying to get to him. And he's just lost. He just keeps moving away and he's lost. And I get in front of him and he looks past me. Looks through me. I'm like, fuck, I'm, I, it's not, what I'm trying to do is not working. And he just, he just keeps distancing me. And I get back to my body and I'm like, fuck. And I'm crying. And, I, and I'm, I'm like, fuck. I can't get to him. And, uh, and um, at the garden, I heard him. They were, he used to say Midwest. Midwest was his code for body, body, head. Fucking in the fight, and I said, Midwest, Midwest, I'm like, body, body, head, boom. <laughs> so I hear him in my head loud, and uh, it's funny, but I went to the other side recently, and, and he's doing a lot better. He's doing a lot better. He's ready to move on. He's ready to transition it's on. Because Vinny, oh, so, so here, the universe weird, is so dude, interesting. So, so, so Gabber kills weird. himself. My boy kills himself. He's on the other side. Now he's happy because his protege took over all his shit. Oh. And he's so happy in the other side. And now he's ready to move on. What, to what? To another life. Maybe oh. he'll get reincarnated. Or maybe he has to go someplace else in the spirit to learn something. Who knows, man? Who knows where he has to go? All right, Leo, what's your, I'm not gonna what's re- your experience with this? With this type of stuff? Yeah, I don't astral project. And um, so anytime I've been into the spirit world, there's rarely is English ever spoken. No, there's no. Usually, real, there's just like a bunch of things for you to think about. Symbols. And, um, Sometimes they communicate in symbols. I did have. This is uh, the last time I really blasted off. Um, this, you know, whatever the guy was, he says um, they're watching you now, and that was it. And so, you know, for days, and still, even now, I'm like, who's watching me? Why are they watching me? What do I need to do? And this is the most recent one. Uh, most recent big, big experience. Mm-hmm. I got it. Interesting. Wants to see Sometimes we'll and get then a feeling. The, and then, uh, this is crazy. Um, I actually mentioned him earlier, my friend Jeff Oaks. Yeah. Um, I've been his coach, um, Jeff's coach and friend for a while. And uh, one of his big goals in life was to... I only speak about this because Jeff has spoke about it publicly. So, uh, Jeff, you know, he just wants to be a dad. Like, that was his thing. Uh, I'm not necessarily certain why him and his wife were not having kids, but there were some complications. He couldn't have kids. And I'm taking the, you know, I'm doing some DMT. I'm fucking out there. And whenever I'm on DMT, I can't see anything. But whenever the spirit, like the big spirit, wants to talk to me, it's always like somebody shining a, a light, like in the bottom of my eye. And I won't, like, look at it. But when it's ready, it'll, like, present itself to the front of my vision and, like, show me what it is. But for some reason, this day, I was like, I'm gonna look at this fucking light, see what it is. And I looked at it and it was my buddy Jeff. Mm. And he was pink. And he was poking me in the stomach. He was putting his hand in my belly over and over. Mm. And it was scary because here's this big pink Jeff putting his hand in my stomach, but I felt like this love in my midsection. And then I end up um, seeing Jeff like like a week later. He's in Austin. And, you know, I wanted, you know, I'm his coach. And, like, I want to help him out with his goal. So, like, if I was your coach and you had a goal, every time I saw you, I'd be like, hey, how's your project? Did you put out your online certification? No? All right. And, but I'm always going to bring it up. Um, and I saw Jeff and I wanted to ask him. 
but I didn't want to like, but I know I got to get it over with, right. you know, but I didn't want to like, right. and I'm kind of looking at him. He's in my, he's in the back seat and I can see him in my rear view mirror and I'm thinking about it and he goes, guys, I need to tell you something. And I was all, oh fuck. Ah, goosebumps. He's like, I'm having a baby. No fucking And I was all, to me. it's a girl. Yeah. I fucking knew it. Pink, I, pink. I was just like, why didn't I say it? Yeah. Why didn't I say, dude, I had this thing. But yeah, he's a, he's a dad now. Man. Dude, that's fucking crazy. So, so, you know, the communication um, from the outside things, it's all interpretation. Sometimes there's like, that's a pretty clear signal. That's a clear, that was a clear one. But I didn't know it at the time. I had a feeling, but I didn't know it until you verified it. So right. you don't really know what right. the thing is. Um, so it, um, being able to astro project and like see your friend. I think that's what happens when you do DMT. And anyway. like have a have an experience it, with them. It affects yeah. your. Why don't you try them? DMT? Huh? Why don't you try it then? It, to compare. You know, yeah, you know, but here's here's the neat thing is like if you have a system that works for you and you don't need to involve DMT because what um, what I because I get a different experience on mushrooms like when on mushrooms I don't leave my body I'm very in my body I almost like that more for nature yeah and like self introspection more mm-hmm. and then when I go outside yeah I don't really do anything that's how Why I not try DMT? the way you just describe mushrooms is how I get when I meditate I just like sit there and sure. look at what I'm thinking listen like, there's the all different ways to get to these I points would, of consciousness I would probably say just because DMT is its own animal, um, it would be very different for you. Even That's though, what I wonder too. Because even, even mushrooms you, is different. Even for though me. you've traveled, I would say, yeah, mushrooms. Because it and, might take me. Mushrooms and DMT are totally different. No, but I'm saying mushrooms is different for me than my boys. So I'll give you an of example. Of course. Well, that's we what go, they call them magic mushrooms. No, we go upstate. Dude. And we're, we're tripping balls. Tell you guys look I was in this. Amsterdam. Oh, and, and you ate what, like space cakes? And <laughs> they fucking went into the shop, the smart shop, to buy some mushrooms. I was like, yeah, man, there's four of us, you know, three of us, two of us take mushrooms. We're like, let's microdose and have a geeked out conversation about fitness. Let's just fucking go to the smoke shop. We'll smoke weed for hours and we'll take some mush- a little bit of mushrooms. We go in and the guy's like, you guys taking mushrooms before? And I'm like, yeah, all the time. I was like, here's what I want. Lowest dose, smallest quantity. He's like, no, you need the medium. I was like, nope, I don't. He's like, you do it a lot. You need the medium. I was like, nope. Lowest dose, smallest quantity. He's like, that won't work. I was like, how many grams are the minimum you sell? He's like, 15 grams. Fucking 15 grams is the smallest you sell? Half an ounce. And then he says, um, yeah, an ounce coming Wednesday, actually. So he goes, so he fucking grabs 30 grams of mushrooms. Full ounce. And tries to sell it to me. And I'm like, no, dude, I just, I'll take one of those. And he's like, don't, that's dumb. It's no effect. You won't have any effect if you take them. You're wasting money. He's like, don't tell people you bought them here because uh, you're going to tell me you didn't get high. And I was like, bro, it's 15 grams of mushrooms, son. You like, didn't get high. Dude, me, we, me and my, me and my, me and my buddy ate like three or four grams, and we were blasted off. Yeah, an eighth is a dose. But I'll tell you one really unusual experience from all that was... He's told us that the mushrooms would wear off in four hours. I've never taken mushrooms and they've wore off in four hours. Right. Like maybe the hard trip. The hard trip. Ends in three or four hours, but you're still like, whoa, things are still warping. Like I can't. Four hours is over and we were done. Like 
boom, back oh, into reality. Gun, really? gun done. Oh. And I was like, because I was like, man, and it was an intense trip? sleep tonight. Yeah, man. Oh. I was like, you what'd you learn? Like eight hours. What'd you learn from it? Um, in Amsterdam, mushrooms, pretty high dose. Yeah, learn, uh, live a little. Yeah. Live a little. Yeah, mm-hmm. have fun, feel uncomfortable. Um, there was no, we weren't ready for the ride we were going to go on. Uh, based on the guy's prescription, what, was there a little nervousness and uh, anxiety-driven type feelings in this trip at all? Well, um, we were we went to a coffee shop, our smoke place, and we so went, you used to there for four hours at the smoke shop. No, we couldn't. Oh, I was we like to say. How we, many st- we went in and um, it was a smaller room, right? Like the smoking room, and there was a guy in the middle of this small room. And he took up a quarter of the room. Hmm. He was like, we walked in and I was like, I can smell that guy. <laughs> so it was like, and he was sitting across. <laughs> he was sitting across from this other guy. We were there for probably an hour. They didn't fucking say anything to each other. He did, they were just like, look at each other. And like they were fucked up on something, and then like <laughs> one like held up some weed, and the other one smelled it, and he was like on his phone. I was like, are these motherfuckers texting each other? Like I didn't. Oh, see it. that would be interesting. Like I didn't they know if they were like. They can't communicate verbally. And then my, I just got this super weird, super weird vibe, and. Um, my buddy Frank was sitting next to him and we got out of there and he's like, bro, I think they were doing like some sex trafficking things. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, I don't, I didn't see anything. I don't know. But I just got this really weird vibe. And I was like, like, what do you mean? He was like, they were growling at each other. They were growling? I was like, what do you mean they were growling? He was like, yeah, they were growling. You guys were also on mushrooms. You guys were also on mushrooms. This is true. So yeah, but. Uh, oh, I was going to say, but, um, so. I think everything's going to affect me different. So on mushrooms, I'm upstate. Mm. We're looking at a painting. Mm. And in this painting, I think I told you just before, I see a woman's face. Mm. And I'm like, I'm telling my boys, I'm like, you see that girl's face in the painting? They're like, no, we see trees. It's a painting of trees. And they're colorful. And they're changing colors because they're tripping. I'm like, no, I see this girl's face. She's in her 50s. She got a little bit of gray hair. She's tatted up. I was like, I'm telling you, I see this chick. They're like, whatever. You see all kinds of shit. A couple days later... I get a call from this girl uh, about a trademark I had. This this makes me meet a lot of people. I go meet this girl, and it's the woman I see in the painting. I was like, you're not going to believe this. I've seen you before. And she's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I was like, what do you do? She's like, I'm a painter. I was like, Perfect. yeah, I see you Are in this you, painting. That, and she this, paints this from so the other weird. side. This girl, Ivy, she gets possessed by spirits and paints. So I look at her paintings, and I was like, hold on, I'll show you them. They're psychedelic as fuck. And she yeah, don't do nothing. She doesn't do anything. Yeah. She doesn't trip or nothing. She gets. She yeah. says she's possessed by like spirits, do you and then uh, and then she paints from like the other side. And so I look at her work, and it's super psychedelic. Hold on, let me see if I can pull some up. This while you're pulling it up, super psychedelic. This whole battling death thing, like, I'm interested in like talking about I don't know it. If you could tell, look, look inside there. There's like faces in there and shit. I'll show you some of her better work. That's just the first one that popped up on the ground. Because sometimes we like we get into a place where we second guess what reality actually is. And Let me get some better ones. She has some really good ones. Actually. There's a lot of times where we can heighten or lower states of consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. And that's elevating. This one's pretty trippy. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah. You gotta look into that shit. And then what we do oh, with wow. those. And then what we do with those. Whoa. And every time you look at it different, that it's looks different. like some of the shit I've seen. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but she draws that. She paints this just sober. She gets she paints from the inside. All different stuff. Some stuff like that, some stuff the inside of a human brain. And she's not yeah. a scientist or anything. She originally is the hat maker for you know, you know her work. Remember Pamela Anderson's furry hat? Hey, how can we she talk people that. to find uh, this? Ivy project? Silverstein. Ivy, Ivy Silverstein. Wait, Ivy Supersonic. Face in there? Like yes, all different, face? Right. all different faces. All different faces. See, this is why I. So I astral project into those, yeah. and there's all those are doorways into other dimensions. Bro, those are those are those doorways. Are demons. Sometimes. Like, right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw. I, I was looking at the same thing. There's all different stuff in the world. Some of them is portals into history too. Sometimes I'll project into a work and I'll be in another place in history. Because if you think of time, like a map, I could go any place there. It does. It only moves the way you think it moves. You don't have to project. It doesn't move the way you think it moves. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't move the way you think it moves. So in her work. If I don't, I can't, it's hard for me to travel into the past, but if I go into a work, it's like a door. And boom, I'm in wherever the painting is. I wound up in like 16th century Russia once. And it was like, I mean, the places you wind up. I wound up in a a civilization 200,000 years old where they made... Crystals so, and these I'm crystals. Sure, I'm sure everybody projected information. I'm sure I know everyone gets everybody listening. Now. No, no, no. Everybody's who's listening to this is going. Well, if you can do that, why wouldn't you? Why are you here? And and this is. You know, the, I'm only in one place. That's well, this, this, but here's here's how I can relate to that. I love taking some DMT. And I like it here. But I really fucking like being here. I like it. Here. I really fucking like being oh. here. Actually, I wanted to fix your right shoulder. My right shoulder? I don't know. It looks a little tight to me. Am I um, wrong? Oh, here's another thing that you oh, do. So I actually, this is funny. Yeah. You see this line? Yeah. It looks like a scar. Yeah. I got that from arm wrestling. So the mace, I'm not sure what it, I, what it's good for athletically. I was telling you this, I think, in the bathroom. But um, my friend Harbeats, you hear that, Harbeats? I'm running you out. He's like six foot two, six foot three. He's 27 fucking huge and he was supposed to arm wrestle this dude from London they were like they're big dudes they were like talking trash when we meet up we're gonna arm wrestle and I knew I was gonna get pulled in so I was like let me just go get my ass kicked real quick that way he'll leave me alone (laughs) and fucking heartbeats you know he fucking tries to pull me and I'm all wait a second Mace is good for arm wrestling and I've never arm wrestled I don't understand anything about technique but what I realize is the manipula- manipulation of the wrist, like painting yeah. somebody. It's the same thing I do. You watched over the top, right? Cross bodies. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't help me out any. But <laughs> um, Harbeats like was convinced that I had some knowledge on how to arm wrestle oh, because you were I was so much smaller than him, and I was like, and I was beating him. We literally arm wrestled for like two hours. Like later on that night, he wouldn't leave alone. He's like, "Let's rest. Come on, come on." Come on, and we kept arm wrestling, kept arm wrestling, and then the next day, my arm was like, oh. it was, it was, the like, right arm. it was like this, it was like curled up, and it, it like wouldn't straighten, and this fucking line, it, guys, just so you know what I'm talking about at home, I have like a stretch mark on the side of my bicep, in it between like my tricep and bicep. It looks like yeah. a cut. So over. it just literally like. I just watched it like the day um, after, just grow bigger and bigger and bigger How long and goes bigger. That? Ago? Yeah. I don't know. It looked tight to me. 
Yeah. I don't know. That arm looked tight to me. Yeah. Um, and actually, um, I have to do a couple athletic things uh, for film. And so I've had to like slack off on work because I don't want to like fuck up my bicep tendon. Mm. But I think what happened is there was some something detached from the bone and then caused like some type, of, some type of line. I had a couple of people look at it. And they were like, oh, yeah, you have a scar. And then they go, oh, it moves like a scar, but it's definitely not a scar. Um, so, yeah, who knows? Yeah, I do. I, yeah, something's going on with my right arm, but my left shoulder is fucked. Uh, you wouldn't know by... I'll take a look at him if you, you wouldn't want, know huh? by the way I... Well, I, have a neck, I had a neck injury. Uh, I kind of so talked about it a injuries. little bit. So it just like it just I mean, my listen, arm doesn't fire like you know, the, the way I used to. He was part of Greg Jackson's original crew. Right? You're probably yeah. like Greg Jackson's yeah. OG crew, Dude, 2003, have, 2005. That's I, his, I have this. Greg Jackson's a famous uh, mixed martial arts coach. <coughs> I don't, probably, probably more famous than my coach. Oh, <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah. Get, don't get Ray started. Don't Dude. get Ray started. Oh, should I bust Ray's balls? Dude, I don't. I don't know. Ray's I so wonder. iconic, though. Yeah, he's got a podcast. Right? I'm on the fucking podcast. I'm the co-host. Oh fuck! Well, it's uh, MMA and Beyond, but Ray Longo's gonna no, talk no, 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 no. No, you're thinking of the Anakin Florian podcast. He has the Ray Longo minute, but our podcast is MMA and Beyond. And then right. he's on Unfiltered sometimes. Maybe that's what you're thinking of else. Unfiltered. Unfiltered. He's on Unfiltered with Sarah. With Sarah yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Okay, he's on that a lot. Yeah, so he's, he's really good and when, and when and he's on that. Actually, Greg doesn't enjoy being in the light. Yeah. So I would say just popularity. Matt's at, Sarah's actually yeah. more famous now than when he was fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Between the podcast. Dude, his personality dude, is the He just best. turned it up to 10. Yeah. 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 I know Matt for 20 years, and it wasn't always like that. This is the great thing about As, podcasts is like when he worked for the UFC, he had to kind of like be an image and say certain things. Yeah. And like no, have to maybe shit. being like a martial artist and like upholding a black belt from one of the legendary Gracies, you have to like be a certain type of dude. Yeah. But then you get into podcasting and there's no censorship. And he has Jim Norton yourself. as his co-host, so he has a guy who's a lot looser. Yeah. Right. He's encouraging his... him to And then he got to himself. do looking for a fight with Dana White, which yeah. almost puts him Oh wow, that was a super good thing. Super I didn't good. realize how much I liked Matt Sarah till I watched that show. <laughs> he's fucking funny. He's fucking great. Yeah. yeah. He's fu he's funny, yeah. yeah. And you know it's funny you're talking about Star Wars so I'm a Matt Sarah black belt, and when you get his black belt from Matt Sarah, he says, "Now you're a Jedi." So oh, that's I'm a super Jedi, cool. First in my family. <laughs> yeah, um, Darth Maul hit me up on social media. Darth Maul hit you up? Did he yeah, really? Fuck <laughs> yeah! So I have his first Mace Flow video ever. <laughs> it's so dope. Yeah, we were talking about yeah, that last time. Yeah, I know. I just I was like, Darth he, Maul. he was like, wait, the actor of him or like? No, the some, real Darth Maul. Yeah, the real, the real uh, Darth Maul. I didn't know if you meant like some fan page. No, 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 yeah. no. Yeah, the his name. Yeah, his name's Ray Parks. Um, yeah, but um, he hit me up, and I just like, I was like, dude, what's your address? We'll send you some. Why he not make him? Gave a me his steel, address. Why not make him, him a Mace steel and, staff? Yeah, well, because then you wouldn't be doing steel mace flow. Yeah, steel <laughs> staff flow. Business. Then it would be steel staff flow. I know what I got to make next. I'm just kidding. Yeah, so um oh, but God. he really he has really encouraged me to drink beer and not smoke. I don't know. Darth Maul? I'm not, I'm Darth, not, well, his where he comes from, they drink. Yeah, where's he from? The UK. That's it. They have beer. they have pints. Yeah, it's pints. part of it. Let's have a pint. Let's have a pint. Um so like I'd post a smoking video and he'd be like, ah, I'd like to have a like pint with you." And I'm like, "Well, I don't drink." I do you don't drink at all, and no alcohol, not even wine. Uh, not even definitely, sake bombs dude, or sushi dude. Let me tell you the fucking shit about wine, dude. One 
piece of sake is not a fucking sake bomb. We had one little glass of sake. That's not a sake bomb. I'm not an alcoholic beverage drinker, but sometimes I like to drink alcohol. We but had anyway, sake at lunch today. They're like a sake bomb. I was Wh- like, it's not a sake bomb. Wine's we had a, one little sake. Wine's a scary thing because it tells you you're not going to get stupid drunk. Because huh. it's... Why? It has a cork. It's in glass. I just like it because it probably, t- to me, tastes the best that alcohol is going to taste. Like, mead. You I ever don't... had mead? Honey mm. wine? No. Viking you know shit? I'm with you on... I do... I really enjoyed red wine. Red wine is really a good quality. Red wine. It's nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I got into some pretty bad depression and I drank. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, that, and I just... You know, and then, man, you know, shit, I'm not... I'm a drug addict, right? I now I have Do you have a an better I have a better relation yeah, I have a better relationship with drugs, but at one time I was addicted to drugs and did not have a good relationship mm. with them. Mm. But what I do recognize when is you say when I, drugs though. I'm, I'll get into it. When I drink, it encourages me to do drugs mm. and lots of them. Mm. Um, so I try and stay away from drinking because it ruins my relationship with drugs. And I uh, say drugs because what people would like me to say is plant medicine. They want me to say that because it's the nice thing to do. But I like a little shock and awe. Let's do some drugs. What? Yeah, let's smoke some weed. Oh, fuck. I don't know why you're I thought, I thought you wanted to do some drugs. Well, uh, weed's a drug. Anything you know? can be... Anything that changes your chemistry from the outside could be a drug. Love is a drug, right? Love yeah, and other drugs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I mean, I, but but uh, anything. Okay, you take a Tylenol. That's a drug. It's a good thing. I get it, right? So the Tylenol is I a good thing. I take Advil. That's a drug. An aspirin is a good, good thing, thing, and it's a drug. But what when about I say, asthma medication? It's a drug. But okay. when I steroid. But when steroid. I say. But when I say I'm going to take drugs, people automatically assume the worst. Yes. Yeah, I don't like the, the connotation in and language. Th- that's, th- and that's the language. Well, the I do it to provoke piece. the conversation of... Like, because... All right, I was doing Because everyone's so mild. Plant I was, medicine. I was so doing, you know yeah. I'm, doing, I'm smoking weed or doing DMT. Yeah. I'm, I was doing a podcast and we were talking about, like... They were talking about, you know, a lot of the subjects we were talking about. And they were like, yeah, as long as you have intention, you got to have intention when you go in to do the thing. And I'm like, well, my intention is to have, like, a good time. Like that's, that's a good intention. Like that's my intention. No, like, you, like you have to know. Like you want to go in there to end a soul contract, or go in there to like get rid of a habit, or to start a habit, or there has to be. I'm like, no, it doesn't. I like, want to have a good time. You can totally smoke a joint to watch a funny movie and laugh, and you can totally smoke a joint to increase. Like, hey, I want to eat today. That's actually probably why I didn't eat today is because my lack of smoking. I think you're right. That's I right. think we have a lack of smoking here too. Uh, Should we pause and do a can smoke we, one? Can we pause without fucking it up? Yo, what's up, podcast? Hope that you're enjoying the show. The Manimal and Leo Savage are pretty amazing individuals, and I'm super lucky to be around them. If you want to hang out with these guys too, you can. Check out Leo Savage on Instagram at leo.savage.smf and check out his Steel Mace Flow level one certification check out steelmaceflow.com right now you can do the online certification or a live workshop Leo's an amazing instructor I highly 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 recommend steel mace flow level one he talks a little bit about level two in the podcast get excited about that if you're interested in training with john the manimal benaducci he does manimal training camp check out manimaltrainingcamp.com 
and he's doing an online program. So check out and connect with John on his Instagram at John the Manimal Beneducci. Enjoy the rest of the show, everybody. Sweet, right? That's good to know that people. Yeah. Oh, for that. sure, for sure. Yeah. And like, I would always question now that like, I mean, Viking Ninja is how I got interested in the mace, really. Yeah. You know, so it taught me everything that I know, and it's, I'm asking all these questions around this modality of fitness, and I, um. I just, I want to understand more about it. So I keep asking all these questions, but like, I want to know like why there would be negative talking if so many people that I encounter are speaking so highly and you're having this positive effect of people. It's just, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. When you do the math, you're like, okay, Leo is teaching at the Honor Academy because he's a, a piece of shit or two knows the pillars and, and is down with them. Yeah. You the know? pillars, dude, the pillars are crazy. And at the end of the day, what are we are doing? We yeah, we're back. Jake's got it. Jake is my guy, the intern. But, you know, there's only two ways people can do it. You either build a business brick by brick. You make your own bricks and you build the business. Or you steal other people's bricks and you build it out of theirs. So I never take stock in people that... Or you tear down other people. Well, I don't, I don't put, think that's actually a way I to build put, a business. That's all, it's not. It, you but know, that's but people try to do that. It, that's what I think. Check this out. You'll appreciate this. But, um, I was talking to Steve Cotter, the creator of Sport Kettlebell. Mm-hmm. And it was so. I'm so blessed. I was just flowing at the park. Somebody knew I was in town, told Steve. Steve cut away from what he was doing to come hang out with me. That's it. And learn some mace. But really, like, once I showed him kind of some May stuff, he started mentoring me. Mm. And he said the coolest thing. This is, um, you'll love this. He goes, Leo, what's it like, like, now that you have other coaches teaching your work? And I was like, yeah, man, it's been, like, difficult. Like, um, I, you know, one, I never knew what the process was like, but there's just, it's difficult. And he's like, yeah, I ran into the same thing. He's like, I'm a black belt in martial arts. So when I do business, I wear my black belt of integrity and honor that the martial artist wears to do business. But I do business with people who wear leather belts and do business another way Mm. without honor to make money. And he's like, do you run into that? And I was like, Mm-hmm. I run it like that's my biggest conflict. Yeah. It's like I'm like, why did I you like why too. did you make that. that decision? Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, Leo, you have a coat of arms. You have a, a, a black belt in integrity, and like these things really matter to you. But they didn't get that same upbringing you did. You mm-hmm. know, so that that's just something that I've dealt with as a business owner. Like um, I have to take off my. You know, I'm still a black belt. I'm never going to not be a black belt. But when I realize who the opponent is, it's a businessman who wears a leather belt. And this is what he does. Um, I have to understand him at his level to communicate with him. So, Or else you'll never be able to have a good deal with the guy. Because you're coming in as the... You have a certain code of ethics that don't match the code of ethics that he's working with. Yeah, I can, you can just hear him. Man, this guy cares about honor and integrity. Integrity. I'm taking him to the cleaners. Oh, this oh, guy's fuck. gonna be broke. You got an honor and integrity guy? <laughs> oh, this guy can't. He don't care uh, about money. This yeah. guy don't care about money. He's a black belt in karate. Oh, you got him. <laughs> oh, you got him. Oh, this yeah. guy's a professional fighter. He yeah, and, and, shit. and then you know that plays into like my money talk. Like, yeah, fuck, yeah, money's what it is, and then. Um, but you can't tell the business guy that with his leather belt. Totally. You can be, tell him every penny counts. That's why I have a partner. Dude. Because then my partner is like, no. 
Yeah. This is what you're going to get. That's what it. are your thoughts on partners? Which kind? People, business partners? Yeah, business partners. So there's, there's a difference between people you partner with and then people you collaborate with. I mean, at the end of the day, communication's always got to be clear as can be. I'm learning that. I'm going to say something unexpected. I'm not into it. Partners. No. Yeah. I lean towards that way. But I do, I'm like, it's, it. it's just, and I think I, the best. And I think Joe, I, would I say, love you. I would fucking do whatever it took to, to do whatever it took. So Just yeah. know that if you're listening to this. Yeah, so there is that part. Right there is the, the powerful partner play. Remember, remember the epic of Gilgamesh. So uh, I'm two men together. I'm super big into giving oh, and into loving, and so you think that somebody would like want to share their business, but like here's what I understand about Steel Mace Flow as a business. I understand it better than anybody. That's a fact. Yeah. Right. I've yeah. got I've got this pretty fucking big company, and um, I got it there by making the decisions I've made. So if I bring in partners to help make decisions, they're gonna make plays that don't make sense. Right, especially as this new direction I'm going, where um, the level two course is about attaching emotion to movement. Right, so we'll just we'll just talk about a movement real quick. The switch squat that we did, that move for me symbolizes anger. It is a angry fucking move. Here's what you do. Butter, get down here. Get over here. Come here. He sometimes he goes upstairs to take a shit. So, um, talk psychology here on the podcast. Why do you think he's doing that? No, I'm just kidding. The, Let's uh, talk the, about ca- the cannabis kicked in. Well, can you remind me what I was saying? Yeah, you were talking about uh, level two. You're going to ah, be tying in emotion and movement, which is something that I'm important. very interested in. By the so way, we'll and talk I think about we talk it. About we'll that, talk right? about we'll talk about it right now. In that, like the switch squat, I said it's an angry move. You grab the mace and you rip it apart. Your legs, you rip the floor apart. It's this super aggressive move where you're flexing everything and you are ripping something apart. So, if I have a student and he's very angry, cool. It's a good thing because anger can be a very powerful uh, energy. Watch how strong you are when you do switch squats. Ah, ah. So, I'm feeding into maybe something they have a talent in. Okay, the other end. I have somebody who's a pussy, doesn't know how to get angry. You're going to do switch squats until you're angry, and you're going to fucking deal with it. Now, I identify the switch squat as a negative emotion, like I'm being angry. Or no, I shouldn't say negative, because being angry can be good. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's say you and me, t- you take my level two course, and we get to switch squats, and you're like, dude, when I do switch squats, I am happy as could be. Great, it worked. I attach the idea of there is an emotion that goes to the movement. I said this is what I experience. You said this is what I experience. Therefore, there is an emotion attached to the movement. Hmm. Like when I skip, I feel so happy. You ever just start skipping down the street? I, yeah. I can't help but feel fucking happy as shit. Exactly. So, I feel so why down, not? Why I'm dead ass serious. You look at me silly. But if we just went and just started skipping like fucking little kids, you would just start smiling and you'd be like, man. That's how, that's like associating a movement with an emotion I can yeah, feel. Yeah, 100%. I feel that 100%. a lot. You, skipping, you, do, you do a movement and you see a little emotion. Skipping exactly like try and be pissed off and skip. 
like if you like say you're angry you came to me i don't want to be angry okay i want you to run three miles how's that going to make me not angry uh, i want you to skip the whole time hold on time out how is that different from like running and weightlifting you have a skip ah Hold on, time out. You gotta go okay. skip time out. No, no, because no, this because, is good. because yeah. what we're talking about here is Oh, maybe you attach basically... an emotion. Who cares? That's the emotion I feel when I skip. You're saying, what if when someone skips, they feel it? No, basically. Like Super Mario. No. Yeah. What I'm talking <laughs> about is when people exercise, they automatically feel endorphin type feels and then make them feel happy and good because they're Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But what's the focus of the workout? How does the thing make you feel? You're like saying, running. What's the emotion? What's the focus of running? That person is probably getting out some sort of. Okay, not that. What is the thing it does to you physically? It's cardiovascular. Cool. Right, and we know that, yes. and everybody knows that, yeah. but fuck that, let's get to a deeper level. We know if you run, you get cardio. We know if you lift weights, you get muscle. You lift big yeah. weights, you get big muscle. Oh, you sprint. Everybody fucking knows that. Let's use that same stuff, absolutely. But let's put an emotion in there, because what I've learned is when I do and put the emotion into the movement, the movement is stronger. Mm. When I was in karate, I could not break the board or the brick unless I yelled. But when I yelled, yeah. every fucking time the thing blew up, it exploded. The board, the yeah. brick. So what was I doing? I was doing what Bruce Lee said. When people ask Bruce Lee to learn how to fight, he would say, they're not asking me to fight. They're, learn they're asking me to learn how to express themselves. Because putting hands on somebody, you really have to go there. Yeah, so, okay. The 360. It's very important to me. Uh, for everybody at home, the 360 is when you stand still and you hold a mace from the bottom and you swing it around you. When I was young, I was put down in this way. My grandmother would say, Leo, you're not the center of the universe. Trying to make me feel ashamed for um, needing things that kids needed. So I would constantly be told, I am not the center of the universe. Guess what I found out, guys? You are the universe. I am the center of the universe. I don't even know if you guys are real, but I know I am. Mm. I don't know if you're real either. Exactly. And I know this is my universe. And I so am the my center head of it. Right? Definitely. So if I am the center of my universe, that's a beautiful thing if I can recognize that. The 360, it's awesome to be the sun. Do you know what the sun feels like? Well, it's got to feel a lot like a 360. There you are, this mass giving life to this inanimate thing. And you are to control it in perfect orbit. Whoa. And what happens if it goes out of orbit? Well, the planet, everything on it would die. But that's not the reality. That's not what's going to happen. You would have chaos in your shoulders, elbows, hands, and wrists. But how beautiful is it? What a movement to ground somebody. I need to ground myself. I need, there's these things going on. I'm stressed. I can't operate. Great. Ground yourself doing no. 360s. And when you can make a perfect orbit, I guarantee you, whatever the thing was, is gone. So attaching that movement as a prescription to... Do you always want a, a certain movement to have a certain emotion? Like, yes. what if for me the 360 makes me feel like a destructive savage? Well, then like, it worked. Then it worked. The idea you is... You just like to attach an emotion to it. You You're can not... attach an emotion to it. And, yeah. and it should change uh, frequency as you go through... Um, emotional changes because so you're not too attached with what emotion you. That's present. my experience. That you you want to attach a certain hey, emotion to it. So for you, this you have a pattern of is emotion. Is what I did. 
Yeah. So, time out. Question. All right. So, you were talking about anger earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But wouldn't that be a misalignment in, let's say, the solar plexus or the sacral plexus, right? Because if those three bottom hemispheres of the chakras that pertain to, let's say, some sort of anger or aggression with whatever situations you got going Can on. back this up? Yeah. Back this up. Back it up. You're like a uh, energy first. Energy first. So first, let's think of energy. Okay. So you're associating your chakra alignment with an energy manipulation. Right. Before you even get there, you might be able to manipulate that energy a different way. Right. But so, if, if someone's got anger, that, that just means that there's a misalignment here somewhere. Where, yeah, but you where energy you, sits through you, right? Yeah, but what do you so, do when you move? You create kinetic energy. Right. So once you start creating energy, you can use that energy for any purpose. Exactly. So you like to take emotion to try to fix those things. Attach so an emotion to the movement. Well, but that's what, but, be able but, to channel the but that's what I'm saying. Like you could also do it through uh, meditation. You like Joe Dispenza. He makes you do that energetically. Put everything into alignment. You could do that too. But you got to channel energy. What does he tell you to do? Take place energy, awareness on it. And he takes the energy. No, he takes the energy from your perennial gland. Right. He makes you tighten it. And release that, like kind of Kundalini yoga. Yeah. And then that energy explosion, then you can use that to channel your chakras. Leo's using it through the tool that he believes in the most by putting his emotions into the mace. That flow will mm. generate energy. Okay, so that you're, then can you're, change you're right, but, his... but you're wrong. Probably, yeah. But you're sure. right, but you're 100% right. Because yeah. what I'm teaching anybody, the mace doesn't have emotions. It's just, it's that's just a piece up. of steel. That's fucked up. So because when you ask what I'm, because listen, no, 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 <laughs> listen, kidding, this, is, this is important. I'm teaching you how to have emotions and deal with them. And because it's hard for you to come in and say, "Hey, I need to help to deal with my emotions," we have a practice of a steel mace, this masculine object. So it's okay for a man to work on his emotions based on the objectivity of this mace. But what I'm teaching you is not necessarily, yeah, at one point we identify the mace. Yeah, there's the mace practice. But you can do all these practices without the mace. Mm -hmm. I can go through the same movements and transitions without the mace. I can make believe mace. I can lay down in bed and think about the waterfall flow for healing. Mm -hmm. But what I'm teaching people is how to work on their emotions. And there is a physical practice because there should be a physical development, something you can see and feel as you're going through this internal transformation. Isn't it good for your outside to have a transformation that matches the thing? But I'm, at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to swing mace. You might be using it as a cane. But what you will have done is spent a lifetime or however long you've practiced mace learning about your emotions, learning that, hey, it is okay for me to be angry. I've learned how to deal with it. It's okay for me... To feel beautiful. Um, I was in a room full of people. I said, it was dudes. I said, raise your hand if you've ever felt beautiful. Everyone <laughs> just kind of looked to see who was going to raise their hand. And then a couple people raised their hand. And then, I said, okay, lower your hand. All right. Everybody who's having problems with their spouse, raise your hand. Guess who didn't raise their hand? The people who ever had a The men who knew what beauty was. I don't, my wife doesn't get me. She doesn't understand me. I don't fucking understand her. I know. All you do is turn wrenches and fucking shave your back all day. 
All right, you're the manliest mm-hmm. fucking man ever. You don't dance, you don't sing, you have zero feminine practices, you don't cook, and your wife, she's super female, she does nothing masculine. But because these guys know what beauty is, they understand when the wife goes, how do I look in this dress? Well, beautiful. Not just sexy, not just lust, but I know how it feels to be beautiful. I can recognize that. Mm. Same thing like with the female, like giving a female a mace and they automatically turn into barbarians, like housewives who don't know, who've never watched Conan the Barbarian, automatically turn into these Vikings, these warriors, because we gave them a little bit of a masculine practice. And so it does help out with the relationship building, having uh, the opposite end, which is neat. The mace in itself is opposite on each side. So teaching somebody how to get into a feminine practice, or is it a feminine practice? Because the you females know, can do it and be very masculine. And I, the I don't know how I feel about not. all this gender shit, especially since the female lions do all the hunting. But I don't know. Mm. Um, you know, like when we talk cool. about like aggression and all this shit, and feminine and masculine, and I come from a Western or cold perspective, does a lot of that feminine and masculine, and I don't know how I feel about this shit anymore, especially with all the gender bullshit going on. I'm very conflicted myself with this. I'll tell you what, I, I, I used to think like very, this is the masculine way, the feminine way, and then I'm like, I don't know, the, the masculine way, aggressive, I don't know. I don't put any... I, I, I know a lot of female fighters, and those bitches so, are So you would agree that it's the way? I don't know what the way is. Well, with the, well, you which would is say, the way? You would say if there's not a female way, and then there's not necessarily a male, male way. way. And I think that's where we are as a society. I mean, fuck. What? Listen, you can change your sex, okay, so, so, so that doesn't exist. Well, think about that. Okay, you so can, you, can you know I do a lot of mushrooms. I'm going to preface this with you know I do a lot of mushrooms, right? Okay, okay. not a lot, <laughs> but I've done good. a good amount. And with the mushrooms, I've noticed is they have a lot of genders, so I. I noticed this in my work, and then I was listening to Paul Stamets, and he's like, mushrooms have 28,000 genders that all interbreed with each other. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? (laughs) So then it makes me think about masculine and feminine all different. I'm like, well, the mushroom is telling me that there's all this variance in gender, and then our society is like masculine and feminine. And I'm like, what the fuck? But, But in other species, in the fungi, there's all this variety. And then I think about the lack of variety in gender. What gender is your computer? What gender is your microphone? Well, the microphone None. looks like a penis, so it's a man. That's you giving it gender. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's yeah, you yeah, giving yeah. it. What gender is my? I don't know. Well, this goes back to what your... gender is the sun? People would say the sun is a masculine energy because it puts energy yeah, out, the right? Sun, the sun's maternal as fuck. Then the sun. Then some people say the sun's maternal. In my eyes. And then for the Vikings, the moon is the masculine energy and the, and the earth is the feminine energy. But other places you'll have uh, the moon be a feminine energy. What the fuck? So I don't know how I feel about this This goes anymore. back to like yin and yang and acceleration, deceleration, kind of like accepting softly and knowing when to like push hard and, and okay I could, I could get with like energy there's yeah. there's a flux of this yeah. and yeah. I, and there's even a, a a flux in gender identity and human being a human right there's a flux of that right is there not sure but the um, way we do it as humans we kind of and we talk about it, we just put things in boxes and it's black or white 
It's easy for us to understand, but I don't need it to be that easy. It's not like that, though. Yeah, I don't even need to have... I, I don't really need to put things in a nice category for myself. I'm yeah, fine the, with a lot of variants. Well, I think but I'm you, just I just see the, the the dichotomy that we like to have, masculine, feminine. Well, you you see one. like you see past the ball. You see that the signed roles yeah. were assigned. Yeah, I'm just like fuck it all. The lions, yeah, I guess the, I'm like what is I'm like this Yeah, is yeah, the female lions hunt. Hey, listen, I do the all the cooking in my house. And the Vikings think that there's a female the I do all the cooking the, in my house. So, Does that so, make me I I've been sullen so for 25 me, years am I a bitch? Would you, you know? <laughs> so would you say that is appropriate to have both energies? Of course, yes. we have yes. all the energy. Yes, in us. yes. That's you got energy. Yeah. So, what, what I'm saying energy. is, you take yeah. the person who doesn't have the energy and you teach him a little bit about the opposite. Yes, yeah. now, sure. and it can be female, male, male, female. Aggressive. But you know, but it's it's like positive or negative energy. Not trying to say negative energy is like the male or the right, female, right, but it's right. probably the female. Just considering, I might just have to change I'm going the word. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I feel what you're saying. I think I might just that have was to a change the wording. Yeah, but we can agree that. It's just there's a variety there's a variety of energy see unity and, and diversity yeah, yeah isn't, there's that, a, isn't what you just described just empathy yeah I guess so in a sure. way yeah um, like not sympathy something, no. but I something. will empathy. I, I want to piggyback on what you were saying like you said there's a, there's a toxic energy whether you're a male or female mm-hmm. right and what we want to do as men we want to show the men who have this toxic masculinity, mm. it to be cool to be in touch with your more feminine version of you. Yeah. Right? Like that's a healthy thing. I don't fucking know. Like, you don't think so? You don't well, you don't think it's yeah. in, it, I don't know if I teach a dude how to sew. I've been doing that a long time. But that no, not not, not roles. Not roles. <laughs> but I don't for, know. For, for, for to, you know, to be in touch with your emotion, to 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 talk about op- uh being open about crying. I think that's something and stuff societal like that. though. I don't even know, like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it, not... It's Because not... I read Gilgamesh, the first book ever written. And when Gilgamesh and Enkidu go to fight Humbaba, they say, I'm scared. So those are two dudes, the manliest men. Yeah. Right, if you want to talk about manliest so, yeah, And they're, they're like, I'm scared. And then he cries. And that, and I'm like, wow, these guys, they're supposed to be the top. This is a book written about the king of Uruk, of two-thirds of God, not even the demigod, two-thirds of God. And these guys show emotion and cry. So where'd we lose that? So I think there's something societal. When it is, is it that? It is. When is it that? It, right. Yeah. That you say a guy should do this, a girl should do yeah, that. Yeah, it's a sign energies. Yeah, that's sure. a sign yeah, energies. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if, if that's if necessary. If we did this conversation and we just didn't say male and female and we just said, hey, both the energies, you need the opposite energy so that you we can understand it. Aggressive and passive, you need. And you know what? Yeah, like, and maybe you know what? So. You want, and you don't need both. There is a guy who's very good and he owns some great space and I don't know I'm just making this person up but he's super masculine and all he does is masculine shit and people need that masculine hero um Elliot Housing Elliot Hulse Hulse he's about being a fucking man that's his whole platform he's like I'm a fucking man you're not taking away being and and we need that we need that and then on the opposite end um who's the girl Martha Stewart she cooks Martha Stewart. I love Martha Stewart. I don't watch anything. Martha Stewart is so gangster. She's gangsta. like the ultimate. I was gonna use her, but I just realized she had a rap sheet. So she's like, so gangster. But she's like, she's like. I love Martha Stewart. That's some uh, huge mm. female energy, and uh, inspired. And she's like super female. I've, yeah. She's one of my role models. I'm gonna tell you why. She did a time no snitching. 
<laughs> she could she could go in my neighborhood, and she'd be fine in hey, Brooklyn. Hey, she anybody, didn't snitch. Anybody Snoop's good with, I'm good with. Yo, she don't. That's why, cause you know, if whatever happens, she she's like, whatever. What are you gonna give me? Three years? Good on her. Whatever. They're good like, if her. you rat this guy out, though. She was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm gonna run. In, I'm gonna be running that place. She's like, you know the stuff. I'm she gonna just make shows up in. They. She shows up. They're like, yeah, you're in the kitchen. She's like, yeah. I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> Fucking five-star prison. <laughs> five-star? She She's was... like, listen, we're going to turn this prison loaf into French toast. Boom. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> All right, hold she... on. Hold on, hold on. Going back to energy, though, let's not get too far astray. But I like love Martha Stewart. I can't help you. But so like, emotions, are they not energy in motion? So it's like one... One uh, piece of energy from me to you. Isn't that what yeah. emotion means? Yeah. yeah. Energy, energy in motion. Motion. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I so, mean, your emotions come from a place, and they manifest. Yeah, so it would make energy. sense for somebody to create a program based on energy. And absolutely, emotion. absolutely. Right. Yeah, and base it around. I'll sign you guys up. And base it around movement. <laughs> yeah, and I'll base be it working around. Working on metaphysical fitness. But like, I could get other guys in the astral world with me. It like, takes a lot of work to get there. That's why drug that. use. That's why drug use is so. Because it's easy. It's so. That's why it's so. E it's so easy. It's just like, yo, I do this, boom, I'm there. Yeah, big boy. And you're like, how do you get there? I was like, well, I spent six months trying to see the energy between my fingertips. How you know? I'm like, I spent six months of this. He sits there and looks at his in fingers. In the dark, you like dark. And work, see if there's any kinetic energy. Oh, kinetic. I know. But like I know energy going through his fingers. What? I have a feeling. Because um, when I go into flow state, I can look at the thing, and I might be looking at my fingertips. And everything just kind of goes, boom. And then, and then it's once you can gone. see a little something there, then after a couple months, you'll start to see the energy around your whole hand and then around your arms. Once I can see that, now I can start to manipulate that energy. Then I can start to take my energy out of my body, start manipulating it. But it takes fucking time to do. It's like martial arts. Yeah. What would you rather do? If you had a problem with a guy who you thought was going to kill you, would you be like, you know what, I'm going to go do a martial arts school and I'm going to take about 10 years to get a black belt. Or you're going to go buy a shotgun. You know, it's easy to buy the shotgun. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. Go to the range yeah. one day, buy the shotgun. Yeah. yeah. Me, I'm a... I, Quick I, fix. Yeah, me, I, I, I took 10 What years. if I told you I'd rather take martial arts? Because that's, that's the choice I would make. Ooh, well... Okay, good. Yeah, I bet you he should. He just and I'll it. sign you up for metaphysical fitness. I bet you he tells <laughs> it. You know, I bet you he tells I, it. So yeah. my philosophy on psychedelics, I'm kind, I'm kind of scared of them. You should be. Yeah, I'm scared of them. But you telling me that you can do, you can achieve that without them. My, you know how you guys know about the the bodybuilding fitness community, like mm -hmm. on Instagram and all that, mm -hmm. and how they're all on steroids. Of course, sure. and a lot it's of part them, of the sport. Yeah, so body, I, I don't have, I don't disrespect them for doing. I disrespect people when they lie about it and yeah, just kids just false beliefs. Just so that's like with yeah, everybody, right. man. Yeah, you can, you can. I fuck, you can. Brett Michaels was sleeping with thirty women at the same time on VH1. Nice. Rock a lot. Yes, yeah. and he had two <laughs> seasons. Meanwhile, Tiger Woods only had nineteen girlfriends, <laughs> and he was lying about it, and everybody fucking hated him. Two guys, same era. One was out and open. One was bullshit. So you were saying... Man, and Brett yeah, Michael so should have kept all the about it from the first season. My, my point was, well, a lot of them who talk about their steroid use will say, like, 
achieve your natural bodybuilding limit, meaning build all the muscle you can and then do steroids so you can extend your yeah. steroids. Or else you don't know how to train. Yeah. If all you do is take steroids, you don't know how to train. You got to train first. Yeah. Then you can boost. Like you have to have yeah. something to boost. Or, like you won't achieve your full combined limit oh, of the both. Uh, so if because you're a noodle and then you take steroids, yeah. you'll be a noodle with steroids. But if you yeah. get some gains, then you'll be a gain. Right. Like you. Yeah. I'm I'm I would I would bet you're not gonna pack on that much more muscle you've been training for how long and you can, pr- you can probably get pretty yoked, man. But if we put you I on mean, the sauce I can't get any bigger than I am now, guys, I'm huge. I mean, I'm I mean, just saying that dick, this isn't not, a video. Not your, not your dick, your body. Uh, but <laughs> if if you took steroids now, let's say, and you, you with all the knowledge you have about gaining muscle, oh, right, I could pro- uh, yeah, I could. he could put on twenty pounds of muscle, right, like, yeah. with right with the knowledge he has now. So, so same thing for you with astro teleportation, yeah, with astro projection. When you take DMT, <laughs> you've already done it a million. Like I feel like. My philosophy is like, Where I don't know. Where is that going to put me? It just... might put me somewhere. So, so it might take me another place. So let's say I told you consciousness is like this, a wheel. So my consciousness, well, people's consciousness, let's say normally is here. This is how you perceive the regular world. Okay. Now you take DMT and you're here. Yeah. Boom. But what if I'm normally here? And but now what? I take DMT and now I'm here. Where is that? But yeah. okay, so I don't know. I'm just saying. That's my, what my counter to that, granted, I have no experience with oh, drugs yeah. at all. But most people report very similar things on DMT, like similar experiences, similar visuals, similar like yeah, 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 yeah being yeah. shot out of the same place to the same place. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. so you're, waiting, you're you're saying that you are going like you're saying but I'm you're controlling the experience sometimes. Well, yeah, but like you're saying you're doing DMT and you're doing astral projection. projection. But we're probably still activating the same part of uh, the, the system, thing. right? The pineal Fin it, wait, let him finish his thought. But yeah, so yeah. like, but you're both saying, you're going, oh, that's what I see, and you're going, oh, that's what I see. Yeah, so it, so if you wanted to, if we all wanted to take some DMT, we would, we could without taking any DMT because DMT lives in your body. Right. But if I put you through four rounds of Wim Hof breathing, I do a little bit different, but just to use like the big word Wim Hof. Yeah, that's right. You would go... Holy shit, I went somewhere. That was crazy. So you can totally have the same effect, but the difference is I push a button and I inhale versus right. an hour of work. Breathing. Yeah. 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 But it is um, it is a good And it takes you there right away, and I think it takes you... I don't know where it would take me, but I feel like it, like the drug puts you right there. Yeah. Well, my anyways, my point is to compare it to the bodybuilding thing is just achieving your natural limit. And then psychedelically. Oh, and then I got ways to go. You're saying you don't go, even bother. Like I'd rather never take drugs. How personally. far can I get without it? And then once I'm yeah, like, yo, I can't get any better at this astral projection shit. Yeah. Then I take it. But yeah, that's or, interesting. Not not like you have to because of what you're 18. Yeah. He's so wise beyond his years. He's never this even kid. done drugs. Imagine I've how smart he's gonna be. Wait, wait. Give him twenty years, dude. I'm just saying, you get you give this guy a fucking few acid trips. Oh my god! Can you imagine? He's not ready. I for don't think I'd give like him mushrooms yet. though. Bro, you guys, I almost, I almost asked. I wouldn't give him mushrooms leave. though. No, Wait, one hit. You no, gotta handle not, this like no. you, you, But you're weird about it. No, I, I don't think like, you're doing such a good job with the self development shit right now. He's eighteen. I don't think he, Danny, he can do whatever he wants. 
Okay? He's motherfucker smokes weed. He's 18. Man. But he both oh, smokes like weed. No, no, no. Like, I would do it. Uh, no, he can do it every once. You protect him, though. Yeah, exactly. Good he can you, do man. He can do it every once. Let me just be clear. Like, but you you do the good coach thing. Right. Well, he says, says not till you're 25. I, I say that, but I'm not going to stop There's him. some studies like that say, um, I think it's 26. Your frontal lobe is still really intensely. Okay. Here, oh, wait, is it 29? Dude, here's, here's well, you know, you want to talk about masculine and feminine. You know the part of your brain that controls inhibition doesn't develop in men till they die. Okay, wait, yo. <laughs> yo, yo. Ask your wife. You were asking, Ask your wife. You were asking me earlier about, <coughs> not to pat myself on the back, but you were asking me how Why I was you're so, so mature. mature. I, I know that. I, I, embrace, so I embrace so much feminine, quote unquote, energy. Like, I'm super self-reflective. I'm super open. I can't feel an emotion without talking about it. Mm. I go to a therapist. I'm super caring for other people to a point where sometimes it's detrimental to me. Mm. So I think that might be where it comes from, too. Yeah. That, and you surround yourself with a bunch of people who are actually, like, doing something special, working from here, from the heart. You know what? Just actually thinking about that, like, how cool. I'm here with you guys. Yeah, dude. Just okay. surrounding yourself. And so like, like just like just us three for a second. We like we have some clout. I'm a mace guy. You're the manimal. You guys got podcasts. How's it feel hanging out with us, dude? I'm. I was sitting there a couple like when we started the podcast, and I had this moment where I was like. I cannot believe I'm right here. Yeah. Well, didn't you say you wanted to be at the table? I now did. you're at the fucking table. No, the car wants to yeah. be at the table. Now he, you're at the he, table. He positioned himself like, at the table. You can see me on the camera, right? <laughs> well, I was trying to tell you guys, to sit there. I do. Right? I'm going to yeah. go ahead and wrap this one up. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Let's we got to get to the early yeah. morning tomorrow. Time. What time is it? It's, time. Yeah, it's midnight. I turned into a pumpkin at midnight. Hey, I just want to say thank you, Leo Savage. Yeah, let's hang tomorrow. Jay, we're, we'll, we'll definitely yeah, hang tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's do this. Let's keep, let's yeah, keep it going. This was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I really yeah. appreciate it. I get a ton out of this. And Dude, like, yeah. I know that I, I, I won't have to, like, I feel like we're trying to cram everything in. No, yeah, we no. can tell. But yeah, but we have, yeah, let's continue. This was a great, a great yeah. conversation. Yeah. I mean, and we're here for a little bit. I do want to train Monday morning, though. Okay. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. We're at. I want to do some jujitsu. I'll go to Tenth Planet. I oh, dropped cool. in uh, s- Friday night, the second I landed, Wait, I went and trained. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank so, you, Leo. I, I mean, yeah, the yeah. hospitality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for the hospitality. Thanks for smoking us up too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You guys need some more for And that was the podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love doing the podcast because I get to hang out with amazing individuals like this and feed off their energy. I had an amazing time in Austin at the Island Academy, learning from Shane Hines, learning from Leo Savage, hanging out with John the Manimal Benaducci, taking in all this energy. Uh, It really raised my levels of consciousness, awareness, whatever you want to call it. Just being around amazing people like this that are driven, super loving, that you know make it cool to be vulnerable and express their feelings and like to dig deep and ask questions and and grow and develop i think that's the most amazing thing and i want to spread that message as far and as wide for as long as possible so encountering people like this make the journey so much more fun and uh it's just a fun experience so thank you for tuning in if you want more of the danny cole podcast make sure to subscribe make sure to click the subscribe button if you like what you heard today share it with somebody that you love and leave a uh, a review and click the five stars that'd be great 
Uh, I'd really appreciate it. And as always, let's connect on Instagram in the DMs. You can find me at Danny Cole Fitness. If you're interested in checking out what Leo Savage and John the Manimal Benducci have to offer, check the show notes. I know John is doing the Manimal Training Camp in May. Check out manimaltrainingcamp.com. And like I said, check out Leo, Steel Mace Flow. Check out the Onnit Academy, any sort of workshops there. I've done the Kettlebell and now the Steel Mace Cert. Amazing, amazing experiences. Okay, everybody, that's all I have to say. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in. All the love in the world. <laughs>